When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Your mom and dad. Your mom and dad. Your mom and dad. Well, welcome home, family. It's your, your mom, mom and dad. dad. Your mom and dad, good we're here. Morning good morning. To all, to all a good morning. I want to start this off by <sighs> honestly making a request, making a statement to you, Evan. Okay. And I want to say this. If you really love me, truly deeply love me already setting up for failure to join <laughs> i'm gonna need you to do something for me okay okay so forget the year that the past decades of love this is a, this, this is, is the only thing that matters is, okay got Ever, it. it's all thrown out the window makes sense. if this doesn't happen one day mm-hmm. if you and i get a divorce Okay. And I decide to so go. So if I really love you and we get a divorce. So Correct, I ha- so, yeah. so I have to, this. the way to prove <laughs> my love to you is if we get a divorce, I do whatever's coming next. Correct. If one day we get a divorce okay. and I decide to go on The Golden Bachelor. Okay. If you truly love me. Yes. I'm going to need you to make sure uh-huh. that in my contract. Yes. It says that I am getting a separate hotel room. Oh. Okay, I don't care what it is. It could be, you know, Motel 6, Red Roof Inn. Like, I'm not particular. A closet somewhere, but my own room. So, you, so the bunk beds aren't doing it for you? The bunk beds are... You know what? Listen. Well, first of all, before you continue, I actually <laughs> have something to say here. <clears throat> so what I, what you so what you're saying is... Yeah. Is post-divorce... Yeah. I'm negotiating your contracts for you. If you love me. Yeah. If I love you, not only am I negotiating your contracts for you, but I'm also getting you what you want. Yeah. Because if you really love me, you're going to want me to find love again and be so comfy cozy doing it. Wow. I mean, you know, that's a next level. Listen, you've shown me a lot of- If you truly love me, once I leave you, if you don't help me find love again- you never loved me. Okay, so that that's you know, what just, we're dealing with this morning, everyone. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, you've shown a lot of amazing displays of love over the past 18 years. I'm just looking forward, you know, I'm looking at the future, yeah. the just-in-cases, to just wow. let you know if you really love me, you know, you're going to step in and negotiate the contract so that I can... And get you a closet. I'll be honest with you, just out of spite, I'll make sure it's a closet, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you it's the Four Seasons, but it's okay. really a closet. I mean, so, I'll take it. I'll absolutely so take it. So you're not vibing with the bunk, but the cozy little vibe. Listen, here's the thing. We're talking Golden Bachelor episode two. I love, you know, being surrounded by a bunch of strangers in a dark room while you sleep. Listen, I don't know what the problem I is. I loved this episode so much. Evan and I cried five, six times, yep. perhaps. It was un- an unbelievable episode. But, but of course, we started the episode off seeing that yes in fact we're like there's no way they're going to get them a hotel yeah, sure, sure, they're, sure. they're going to be filming on site yep. the mansion but there's no way they're making them stay there we saw but in fact they're having bunk beds and all slammed together in the rooms in this mansion um we heard sandra 
being like, some of us have like knee surgery and yes. knee problems and you're having double us- Double knee replacement. Double knee replacement and you're having us get up to the top bunk. Yes. That is truly unbelievable. Truly unbelievable. I guess I was then also thinking about the idea of not having that alone time. Strangers- in a room uh-huh. in your 60s and 70s. Yeah. Being like, I'm like I've I can't lived do that. life, had yeah. kids, had my own bathroom for 50 years. And now not only am I in the dark with strangers, I'm dealing with the fact that like someone might be snoring, farting. For these women, what I want is I want to make sure that they are completely comfortable um, with everything that they need um, that is accessible to them. That is an absolute necessity. Make that happen. But then what I was thinking about on top of that, which wasn't discussed, was the part that you are not ever alone. Dude. I would lose my mind. Just and I'd be like, that, that's why I'm like, it's going to be in the contract, Evan, that if I ever go on this show and I'm in my 60s or 70s, yeah. that I just need, you know, honestly, for real though, like if I would have been one of these women straight up, I would have been like, you can take any bed you want. I'm taking a mattress and I'm going into the closet. Yes. I don't care how, like I'm getting in there because yeah. I just need a moment sleep on the couch. alone and not have to like talk to anybody. Yeah. Or the couch or something like that, because it's just like a little bit of peace, just a moment alone. Your sound machines you could you couldn't do it because you watch tv every night before you fall asleep on your phone you have like a little ritual dude I know. you can't do that well first of all you have no you, you can't you true. can't be watching anything anyway I, I i either fall asleep to an audiobook or television super i know if i'm not supposed to do it but that's what i do yeah. it's the only way i can fall asleep so they would have me 40 Audio. hours in i wouldn't be able to sleep at all i'd be saying the wildest shit in yeah. itms because i'd be like absolutely sleep deprived for two days straight yeah. I mean, that'd be insane. I'll little, just call you out a little bit of a lie. Audiobook, I think that's a little bit of a fib. Let's be real. You were trying to sound kind of better listen, than it really is. Listen. She's like, you know, I, I fall asleep to meditation practices. It's like, no, you fall asleep to like RuPaul's Drag Queen. I hear it every night. It's like, listen, the fact of the matter is, is that that RuPaul's Drag Race. Meanwhile, you're like, or an audiobook. It's like, okay, first of all, RuPaul's Drag Race ever. is better than an audiobook and we all know it. I'm, I'm not okay, saying that's not the case. But sometimes I go on YouTube and I watch audiobooks like, you know, instead of, yeah, that's how I get my audiobooks. Sure, sure, sure. It just must Vlogs. be when I'm not around. Yeah. <laughs> my audiobook you is know, the vlog. Oh, my morning my audiobook uh, is inspirational the quotes. Okay. Um, anyway, <laughs> should we get into this episode? Yeah, let's get into this episode. Um, direct. If you all recall, if you didn't follow along last week, we're going to be doing the same exact thing. We're talking Golden Bachelor episode two at the yeah. top here. And then after that, we're going to get into Bachelor in Paradise episode all two. Right, let's do it. So are you ready? I'm so ready. Okay. Getting off of the uh, bunk bed topic quickly, mm-hmm. but then I do have another one more thing that I would like to bring up okay. about one of the specific women okay. who owns my heart. Wow. Um, like we said at the top, unbelievable second episode. Yeah absolutely incredible second episode just again they're continuing this like maturity level this like i don't know a depth that we've never seen in reality tv before truly you know a presence of mind a joyousness a hopefulness a just appreciation for life and love and happiness and gratefulness i mean it's just a lesson on like don't life don't let life get you down no matter what happens it, these people have experienced extreme loss mm-hmm. sadness heartbreak they're alone they're in their 70s i mean you always hear people talk about being older and alone is like a really tough thing it's like these people are like full of joy and happiness and be like i'm not going to let this get me down i'm not going to let it get in the way of an opportunity 
I mean, it's absolutely inspiring. It's amazing. I walk away from this feeling like good. You know, like it's going to be okay. It might be one of my favorite. It might be my favorite new show. Like just yes, in general. It's so nice to have like a good feeling after watching. It's so something. wonderful, and it just makes me feel so good. Mm-hmm. And I just absolutely love every single individual on our screen. I'm sad to be seeing people go already. I'm like, I want more. Like I, I want to get to know everybody more. Um, I actually had someone send me a TikTok. Um, a couple days ago that really like hit home to me and it showed the dance sequence from the first episode and it said the golden bachelor is curing my fear of aging Mm. and that hit me really hard because you have a big fear of that well you know i've talked about it on this podcast before and i talked about it a lot in chatty broads that i do have this fear of aging and it's not the physical so much it's the emotional like the just the getting older piece that like the Mm. what happens and and all of that anxiety and fear and truly watching this show so far it has been just so helpful and amazing to just see these incredible people like you said who are full of of hope and joy and are just having a great time yeah and they're in the sunset of life Mm -hmm. and they're pursuing love and just soaking it all up so absolutely i i just i don't know i just um, to the feel good season it's it's a feel good season and just that moment where you're like you know what each day passes and we get older, but we're still the same people. Absolutely. We're still the, the most exact same life. people. A hundred percent. Okay. So like we said, we saw the mansion. We mm-hmm. saw the bunk beds, all of this. The, who I wanted to make mention of from the top is April. April, I immediately, I saw April. April saw yes. me because she said, this whole thing is kind of like camp. Come to think of it, I never really liked camp. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, April... She, that is, I'm like, I have never related to a statement more where I'm like, I loved the daytime portion yeah. of camp. I loved running around and hanging out with my friends. But the second that that fucking full moon came out, I'm like, I am now living in terror mm. because I have to go into that cabin and sleep with a bunch of people that I barely know. And I don't have any alone time. My introvert ass self cannot handle this. Now I don't like camp at nighttime. Yeah, you and April are very closely connected by the way that you guys feel about the world. Um, This reminds me of when they were cooking the hot dogs, and she said that her... And she doesn't cook. She just like, what is it? She, she, uh, the most incredible statement seasons a man's life with joy and love or something. It's the most incredible thing I've ever heard. And I thought, April, for years, I've been trying to figure out the perfect way to describe this when Evan, when you're cooking or when you're cleaning around the house and I'm just sitting on the, on the cabinets, when I'm sitting on the, um, the Island, what is that called? Island. We don't have one of those, but it would be. Is it the cabinets? Counter? That's the word. Whoa, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the old counter, got it. When I'm sitting on the Listening to your audiobooks. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm sitting on the counter drinking a glass of wine okay. um, and talking at you yes. while you cook and clean, mm. and I think, what do I really offer here? When April said, they said, do you grill? And she goes, she doesn't even say, I don't grill. She goes... No, I decorate a man's life with love decorate. and joy. Wow. And I thought, April, that's it. You're, you you're, did you it and you seen. said it. I was like, that's what I do. I, Babe, I decorate you your do. life 
with love and joy when you, you are diming the house top to bottom yes. <laughs> when you are cooking all of our meals and i'm just talking at you yes i'm decorating your life with love and joy and thank you for saying that because up until this moment i thought you were just sitting on the counter <laughs> drinking wine and avoiding doing those things that's crazy so that's actually really nice that <laughs> it's really nice that you've kind of brought some perspective now i understand why that's what you're doing it's intentional yeah 100 percent. because you're going hey i don't want to do this stuff because i'll then you won't have love and joy. Well, my thing is, it's just like, do you want your life decorated or no? Because if physically I physically or mentally, and you're yeah. saying, let's go with the mental side. Right, you can yeah. do the physical. Yeah, I'm, I'm just kind of like, yeah, sure, I could clean sure. this whole sure, house. Sure, I could, but why would I? When but, I'm, but would you prefer to be like emotionally decorated? Obviously, decorate my emotions. Interesting. Okay, you know what? That really helps with my perspective. Yeah, I appreciate 100%. that. Yeah, now. Speaking of Listen, that. Listen, I clean yeah. sometimes. <laughs> I know, I know. No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Mm -hmm. I will absolutely choose love and joy decoration over uh, physical labor. And that's what April does. April, April does. is her, a love and joy decorator. Her personality is a 10. She's hilarious. She's fun. When, uh, was it Nancy who was going through a hard time? Yes, When Nancy. Nancy was going through a hard time with the dress later, you know, April was the one that went over and, you know, comforted her and was loving on her. So, she absolutely is right. You can't teach is is that level love and joy of, decoration. Of love and joy decoration. That That's is a natural gift. I'm just saying. I'm like April. You are. You are my icon. You're you an interior are... decorator. Whoa, but not an interior an decorator. Interior yeah, decorator. I like saying. that a lot. I like that a lot. That's the thing. Listen, April. You, I, I, I worship at your feet. You are everything to me. Let me come and intern for you in whatever capacity that looks like. I just want to be like April. Uh, like that's all I want in my life is just to be like April. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, I think you've already done it. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I think you won. It wouldn't surprise me if April figured out a way to do a little shifty sneak to a hotel in the middle of the night. Oh, I like that. Or, or at the end of the day, honestly, let's be real. April's probably staying up till all hours, all hours, because everyone has their different skill set, yes. right? Susan... We hear later that Chicken Susan... Chicken piccata at 6 a.m. Cooking, letting the peppers roast in the morning. Susan is out here being absolute goddess with the chicken piccata. I mean, 6 in the morning, waking up and feeding the entire house. Like, what a queen. And in similar... April was definitely sleeping in until 11.30, and they had to wake her up before this scene. No, like, you gotta nope. get up. In similar queen fashion, <laughs> April was up until four in the morning, having a martini, yes. talking it through with the girls, laughing, giggling, and then you know she is waking up at 6 a.m. to sit on the counter when Susan is cooking the chicken oh. piccata and have her coffee in the morning and chat with Susan about how she's fit, okay? We, Just queens on all different levels. Queens on different levels. I absolutely agree. You gotta That's all have, I'm saying. There's different skill sets out there. That's all I'm saying. I love it. That's Beautiful. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Thank you. Thank oh, you very much. Oh, yeah. I'll take, I'll take the, you know, I'll be the, I'll be the, uh, you know, the dutiful one. And you make my life a joyous carnival. Thank carnival. You. Thank you very much. So. Remember that when you're getting my contract signed for my separate <laughs> yeah, room. Right. Remember that. Um, <clears throat> <clears throat> so sorry, by the way, for the coughing. I'm getting over something, and I know yes. that's why sweet, our sweet Lee is not here. I did not want to be coughing on, on Lee. The lingering effects. I'm, I apologize for anyone listening. Turn it off if it bothers you. Um, okay, so we have Jesse Palmer, who shows up, and he is delivering a date card. Mm -hmm. And one of my most favorite moments of this whole episode is the fact that half of the women were like, what is that yeah. to the date card? They had no idea. Yeah, that was really cute. They were like just kind of like, you know, endearingly like, 
like, I don't really know this process. I just got signed up from my like grandkids or something. And I'm just here having fun. Like half of them definitely were like, what is that? Is that like a gift card to like my favorite <laughs> restaurant? They're like, oh my God, Jesse, thank you so much. Oh my God, I love Spaghetti Factory. And then he's like, no, this is okay. Well, I, he, I, you could see him smiling. It was probably fun. You Jesse know? was thrilled. This is the first time in a long time that people didn't know exactly what Jesse was walking into the room for. Right. Normally he's like, yeah, all these people have been studying this for a hot minute. Yes. Let's be real. But I just walked in and half of these women didn't know what I was bringing. It was yeah. a full surprise. He was tickled. Yes, he was. Jesse Palmer was tickled head to toe. Absolutely tickled. He loved it. And I was tickled. Um, but the first date card goes to Teresa. And we see a moment that I don't know if we've ever seen on the show before where Susan is helping Teresa get ready and is doing her hair. So sweet. And it was such a special moment on the show. And and, and, and Teresa at one point said, can you do it this way? And then Susan was like, hey, uh, real quick, shut up. I've been doing hair for 30 years. I was like, understood? Understood. Like, it was hilarious. She was kind of like, actually, you know. And Susan was just like, mommed her. She was like, no, this is how we're doing it. Fully, fully mommed. And also. She just cuts her hair exactly (laughs) like her. (laughs) She's like, like, wait, wait, why do you have scissors? And she's like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. She goes, I know the perfect hair. And then they both come out and they have the exact same, like, just bob or like whatever that is. You know, like really tight, high pixie. pixie She's She's like, like, shh, I know exactly what I'm doing. She's like, by the end of the season, everyone has the same haircut. Everyone has Susan's hair. Yeah, everyone has She's Susan's like, I know exactly what She's I'm like, doing. She's like, I know, I, I know the perfect cut. <laughs> and then, like the, the 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 final cast like picture is just all of them with it looks like wigs because they all have the exact same hair. And she gives Gary the same cut too. Yeah, everyone gets the same cut. Oh my god. <laughs> I've been doing hair for 30 Shut up, no, I know like, what no, I'm no, doing like, And then like the last person gets it They're like, no, I've seen it. everyone has it now And they're like, no, just shut up I've been doing this for 30 years And this cuts it ah, I knew it <laughs> I shouldn't have believed her but, this, but that's the thing that There was no sabotage, right? Mm. I feel like in past Bachelor seasons If we would have seen that nugget It would have been in a moment of sabotage yeah, yeah, Where yeah. the hairstylist would have been like Shh, I've been doing this for 30 years or you know at that point it would be like I've been doing this for seven years right. trust me and then all of a sudden the person walks out and their hair is like you know Completely some different. wild different color and looks yeah. like unlike anything they've ever seen before and they're like so well sweet. it's what you needed right exactly but it was so sweet you know mm-hmm. like I don't know just being there for each other and there's not this comp- it just does, I'm sure the competitive nature is going to be coming soon it seems like but yeah, it's Even human nature. In the yeah. competitive nature, there seems to just be like, uh, we're here for each other. We're here together. Your, ha- your, my happiness is not your unhappiness, like those type of things. And so it was just nice to see that. Everyone seems so um, not only thrilled to be there, but also just really pumped about all the women around them. Yeah. In the ITMs, there's just a lot of like, there are so many incredible women here. It feels just like this big group of love, like almost Mm. like this like support group of love that even though, yes, there's going to be moments where the competition is going to set in. People are going to start to get really attached to GGT and it's going to be a whole, you know, intense thing. But I do feel like everyone really respects Mm. the other person a Mm. lot in their story and who they are. And I just have a feeling that, you know, they're going to come off this show and everyone's going to be so close. Now, granted in typical other Um, reality TV shows and seasons, you know, the cast does end up normally a lot of them end up being close leaving, but you can already feel it on this show. Absolutely. Like lifelong friends. A hundred percent. hundred percent. Well, Teresa ends up going on her date. 
GGT pulls up in a gorgeous classic car, which is one of the reasons, by the way, where I'm like, the show is, they're pulling the budget this mm-hmm. season so they can afford to get these women big separate beds Agreed. or their own rooms, but mm-hmm. at least Couple big separate beds back, so. on the floor. Exactly. You know what I mean? None of this like stacking people. We can afford mattresses on the floor. Um, But I'm loving the gorgeous classic cars he's pulling up in. Another moment in the show where I'm like, hey, can you all not? Because Gary lets us know that he's feeling really nervous because this is his first date. And I believe it's the first date since he lost his wife. And so he's feeling all these nerves and these emotions. And this man hops in this car. His headlights aren't working on a dark road. And he lets us know that this is his first time driving on the California highways. Never been on a California highway. He's never been on the California highways. The headlights are working. It's dark outside. And I will tell you something right now. I have lived in California my whole life. And I still only ever take Ubers and Lyfts when I'm driving at nighttime because the roads scare me at nighttime. They're tough. And especially where they're located, those are some windy roads. And I'm like, can we get... Can we maybe do a limo or something for this nighttime driving? Or do Double one of those things where, headlights? you know, like when they film movies and they, they have the, the car being towed by a bigger car in front of them, but then they're acting like they're driving. They could have done that, that you know, where they're just that's like, fantastic. he's doing this the whole time. And he's just going, like, oh, it's a beautiful night. But he's just turning it like a left he's and right. He's just doing this the yeah, entire time. Like, and they're like, like no, driving. Gary, you got to just, just pretend like you're driving. Um, so I, okay. But anyway, I appreciate him admitting his fear, though. Because I would have, like, been too uh, insecure to, like, admit that I was yes. terrified. And I would have been yes. like, there's no problem. And, like, almost crashing. And just been like, oh, it's crazy. There's nothing wrong with this car. This car's a little weird. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. He was just he was just so honest. And he was just like, hey, I'm terrified. But, you know, we're going to make it through this thing alive. And then Teresa rubs his shoulder. And you saw him melt when she rubbed the mm. shoulder. And then you saw him appreciate it. And, like, another, just another incredible example of someone who's, like, so present and aware. And, like, a simple touch of the arm mm-hmm. meant so much to him and it's like talk about a guy that's not overstimulated that is not like checked out like so present that a simple touch of the arm meant something to him more than just a touch on it the really arm. hit home it really hit, it hit home. home for him it hit home for you too you were you were talking about that moment yeah something about just watching him him like be touched like that and then watch him melt and then watch him be appreciative of it. It was mm-hmm. like, wow, this guy appreciates everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a simple touch on the arm wouldn't mean anything to anybody almost these days, you know? Cause it's just like, you're so you're doing stuff. There's, and, there's just so much and yeah. stressed, you know? So I don't know if that, that was a really nice kind of, that was the beginning of the connection. It was that moment. I feel like that really opened him up. That moment really like made me pause as well. Cause it was just kind of uh, it, it, like exactly what you, like you were saying. It was a reminder for me about soaking in, those little moments that I just wouldn't notice. Like when you and I, you know, are driving Mm -hmm. and you put your hand on my knee when I'm having like a hard day or I'm having a little bit of a meltdown, my tendency in like this busy world is to just not even think about it. Mm. And just you'd be like, yeah, okay, there's a hand on my knee. Instead of just being like pausing in that moment and being like, whose hand is that on my knee? This person who I, who I love so much. Mm Um, they're extending themselves to me. They're offering love in the form of like a hand on my knee and like soaking that up. And I feel like Gary, yeah, like you said, he used, you saw that. And that was like a really sweet moment that he just was like, oh my gosh, it meant so much to me when you did this. Yeah. Overcome by just a sense of appreciation for like connecting with someone. And they took that energy and they went straight. They took him to a diner and this Uh diner is 
so cute. So I've never even heard of it. Me either. And I'm going to tell you, what, I'm going to take you on a hot date there oh, soon. I'm going to take you on a romantic. You. I'm going to decorate your life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm take you oh, on a hot date. Okay. We're going to split a milkshake. I'm going to get my own milkshake. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to split a milkshake. Going to get my own milkshake. <laughs> and we're gonna have a great time Aww. and i'm gonna pay for the flash mob to be there too because oh. i want your life to be a movie as well oh my gosh how much how much is a flash mob i don't know seems like a lot of people you That's know seems like an people. expensive cost. and that flash mob by the way i mean they were really giving it they, they were, were they it. were serving it with their whole heart like we were having them they were skating around they were dancing i mean i was caught it was up a full movie moment it was like it was a movie they got put in a movie moment they you know gave what I mean? gary and Teresa a movie they're not skimping this time around. I'm loving it. Normally, it's like a picnic in the park. That's the date. I feel like normally the budget would have been like one flash mob member. One flash. Who just would yeah, have been yeah, like yeah. tap dancing. Like, is that person okay? They're just flat. They're just dancing in a diner by themselves. But you know, you do enough people, and they're like, okay, this is organized. <laughs> this is a flash this is organized. mob. Yeah. <laughs> but they just had they had the most wonderful time yeah. together, and that's when you know Teresa opened up yeah. about um, the loss of her husband. I believe, yeah, Billy was his name. Okay. And she said the love of her life, the absolute love of her life. And they had really similar stories yes. where then Billy got sick um, and they're holding hands. And it's this moment that in their grief, mm. Gary said something. He said, I didn't feel like crying for once. That was really interesting. And that moment brought tears to my eyes because, you know, I've never experienced anything close to that in my life. Yeah. But I would imagine the feeling of grief, and we talk about it a lot, how, you know, grief is not linear. Yeah. And no, how, no matter how many years it has been, to just, when you don't have somebody who can, like, so deeply relate to what you're going through and then to mm. all of a sudden have someone in front of you that you're connecting with um, on so many levels, but then also on that that you have this moment where you can just have like a really honest conversation. Seems like hope was taking over grief for a second there. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, he was with her and he was kind of going like, for the first time, I'm not just wanting to cry and reminisce. Yeah. I'm actually kind of connecting and also hopeful. Yeah. So that was a beautiful moment for them. It was, it really was. And they're talking about wanting someone to talk about the sunset with, um, and, they also mentioned that they don't have time to waste, which is another thing about this show that I think really makes it special is that when we're dealing with people who are younger, it's like, you know, hey, maybe I'll get married eventually or, you know, my, I might look into a relationship, but I am interested in the whole follower situation, which God bless, you know, I'm all about yeah. it. Get the bags, get your money, get the followers. But in this moment, the people in their 60s and 70s, I'm not getting the vibe that it's like, I'm, tr I'm looking to be Insta famous. It's also like, no games. I have, it's no games. I don't have, I don't have this time to waste. Like I'm looking for the love of my life and... If I let's, like you, I like you. Let's get after this. Exactly. Thing. And I know who I am so well at this point. Like, yes. I know whether you and I could work out for a yes. while or no. Yes. And you he know, told her right away. He's like, I like you a lot. Like, it was just no games here. No, like, I'm going to make it kind of a mysterious thing. It's like, just straight and up. And they're so excited. They're talking about learning Italian together and then going to Italy. Oh, and I'm like, <laughs> emotional. It was, so it was so romantic. And the excitement was at a pinnacle. And then he tells her, he's like, you just, you just don't stop believing. And then they have. It was everything. 
that was awesome. He knew it too. He knew it was coming, so he goes like, and you saw Don't his stop eyes believing light was the cue for them to rip. And it's again, it's one of these moments where in a typical bachelor bachelorette season with the younger people, a flash mob, a journey song, I would have been like, oh god, here we go. And in this moment, there was nothing more magical that I've ever seen in my whole life, and I wanted it on loop twenty four hours a day to bring me joy. It was so beautiful, and they start dancing, just like having fun and. Yeah, just like, you know, life can be that way if you make it. Life can be it just, your, it melted me because I was like, man, you, my dark stone heart was, you know, can be like, oh, this is corny or, you know, don't, but it's like they just embraced it. And then be, whenever you embrace something, I think it be, it can become really beautiful. I agree. You know what I mean? It was, it was a beautiful movie, movie moment for them. I think they connected deep. I think she's a real winner for him. I... She's got to be at least top three. She has to. Their connection is really undeniable he, like, at this point. He lights up around yes, her. Yes, I agree. And I feel like there's something really powerful. Like I said, I'm sorry if I'm if I'm messing this up, but I believe he said it was his first date since the loss of his wife. I would imagine there's something extremely powerful about that first date mm-hmm. that will always be so special. You're nervous, um, you're on edge, and then you're just like yeah. embracing it. And, and then to have fun. it go so well that like, I'm like, she's got to be at least yeah. top three. Agreed. I completely agreed. I could see him leaving with her. I absolutely could. A clear early winner. Well, he gives her the rose. Yes. He gives her the rose, but of course. Then we have the group date. Yes. And the legend himself, Franco, yes. graces us with his presence to do a full photo shoot. He's doing a full GGT yes. photo shoot that's then going to turn into a romance novel cover shoot. Gary says at any age you can be sexy and attractive and I say hell yes. yes. I love that they're yes. doing this sexy, sexy photo shoot. Um, but Franco's here. Can, and I, can I just bring something up about Franco? Please. And he's he's great. You know what I mean? He's a great guy. And he's and an he's icon. A, he's an icon. But it, he might just be an actor. He might just be an actor because not only does he kind of present as like the most 90s rom-com like photographer you know what i mean like his outfit his energy i mean he literally is the epitome of a photographer from a 90s rom-com yes my, okay my issue is this you're telling me you do not you do not believe that he is a full-fledged photographer here's why i don't think he is those pictures were so bad like bad like i'm not trying to be negative here but like it was so bad like they would do he would take the picture and then they would show the picture and i was like dude (laughs) an iphone 3 would be better than this like there was their face their uh, eyes were closed their faces were like distorted like or like scrunched up in a weird way and then they like had had uh shadows all over them like it was horrible <laughs> and i'm going like wait this guy is like a famous f- photographer like Listen, i have a feeling i will give you the fact that the photos they weren't great horrific. the angles were strange and the Dude, fact that i like was like shots. it was just more of like the quality that i was quality confused looked by. like worse than an iphone but i'm gonna say how dare you question the validity of franco as a photographer like i mean what i think it was maybe it's art it's an artistic choice to have bad photos like yeah. when you're so good that you just gotta go you get like you're so good at something that you're trying to you try to do bad. i'm just saying maybe it's an artistic choice maybe is all I'm saying. And listen i love you man but like that was a little tough you know those pictures were like I, i'd be like i really want these pictures to be beautiful so that i can take them home no matter what happens i can have memories those are so bad that i'd be just like i oh, maybe i'll keep them on my computer 
and yeah. just like bring them out if someone needs them. The photos looked like if your mom took the photos. She's like, you know, if you're like, hey mom, can you take a picture of me and Jess, like uh, the ocean view, and then you get the picture back and you do one of these. So this is the classic look. You go like this. Um. Anyway, so where should we go to dinner tonight? Like that was the kind of the thing. And you don't even ask her to take you another one because you're like, it's, it's just not. It's not going to get better than this. That's listen, what they looked like. Listen, sir. Okay. I hear you. I'm upset that you're questioning the validity of the legend Franco as a photographer because he is an icon and a legend and how dare you, number one. But I will, I can admit to you that it was jarring that the photos, just the quality was so bad. So I, I think I have a theory. Yeah. And my theory is that Franco, you know, being the legend that he is, his rate is like going through the roof. Like okay. it's skyrocketing. Everybody, everybody wants a piece of Franco, but of course. Okay. I think... I think not after today. <laughs> okay, how rude! I think that number one, his prices are soaring. Okay, so the man is having to charge for two separate fees. Mm. The first fee is you want me in you want me in your show. I bring so much so much judge to a show. Okay? okay, so I have my my rate as me as my presence, and then I have my rate for my very expensive photographs because I am an iconic photographer, yeah. okay? And I think the show cheaped out and only paid his rate for him being there. And so instead, they had like a little intern or a PA follow around and take the pictures on their phone and just use those. Um, like, maybe I don't it was just think Franco's mom taking I don't the pictures. Think, <laughs> I mean, why is she there also? Well, because we're talking about moms taking photos. You know what I mean? That's so maybe true, very that true, looks very like true. a mom photo. So maybe just Franco's mom takes the photos. He just shows she up and brings the She was there trying to get a piece of Gary. She's a little That's bit like, I'm, I'm maybe, sliding yeah. in and I'm so, taking these like thirst trap photos of Gary following so him around. We love you, Franco, but I'll be honest with you. Whatever those photos were, brutal. Franco, I'm really sorry if those were your photos and we're slamming them. I'm going to let you know that I believe in your art and I a thousand percent believe that your photos were absolutely stun stunning mm. and that some intern was behind because they wouldn't uh, pay your rate because you're too expensive because you're a king. Okay, got it. Wow. That's what I think. A lot of support there. Thank you very much. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but they ended up doing the romance uh, novel cover shoot and um, there was a moment where I thought, Perhaps we were going to have some drama that involved Leslie wanting to do the hippie 70s yeah, look, yeah. not her 80s look. She was kind of upset that she had to wear the leather jacket, even though, in yeah. my opinion, I was like, girl, you look fab in the right. leather jacket. Like, Pull it just looks like look. a leather jacket. Exactly. You're gorgeous. She looked like the most normal, like the less costumey. She yes. looked like she just was wearing her normal outfit. Yeah. Outside. And then they took that sexy photo on, on, on the, the bike. bike. She's throwing the leg on him. Yeah. I was like, I feel like this is this is a great situation. Yeah. But I thought we were going to have drama for us. Second. But it was it was tiny little. It thing. felt like something that maybe was trying to be pushed. But she just got maybe a little bit in her head. I get it. Yeah, I mean, I mean I, if there's certain looks that I wouldn't want, like I'll be honest with you, I wouldn't want the '70s look. Oh, you wouldn't no, want the '70s. I don't want the like tie dye headband thing. I don't think that would look good on me. So I would be glad if I got the leather jacket. Sure. Well, you're but a leather jacket guy. I'm a leather jacket guy. She looks good. She would look good in all those looks. So I could understand if you had a hard your heart set. But you got to be quick. You gotta be quick on the show. You, yeah. gotta, you gotta run out there. You can't be the person lingering in the back and then get tweaked that you didn't get the outfit. You gotta you gotta plow people over. Yeah, you gotta to throw get what elbows you want to get game. what you want. A thousand yes. percent. Um, but nothing really came of that. No. All the women looked absolutely stunning in the photo shoots. Um, they did have one moment though where a few of the women were put in wedding dresses mm -hmm. um, to have like a solo shot yeah. with Gary, um, and that's when we had Nancy who started crying um, and she and April was comforting her like mm -hmm. we brought up earlier, but she was talking about how putting on that wedding dress brought up all these emotions um, because the last time that she wore a wedding dress was when she married her best friend. Mm -hmm. um, 
and she's you know teary taking these pictures with gary and man i mean that would be so intense yeah. already the stress of the show and everything moving so quickly and then all of a sudden you know to look in the mirror and see yourself and, and, and be flooded with all of that yeah. emotion and like we were saying earlier it's like you know grief isn't linear and mm -hmm. so all of a sudden you have that moment and it just hit her mm -hmm. um and gary pulls her aside yeah. and says that it seems like they've been missing each other yeah. um and she ends up just being really vulnerable with him and said like hey these are all the feelings that came up when i put on this wedding dress and yes. i lost my best friend and yes. it was the best day of my life and he was unable to relate where he brought up the story of walking by that bakery and smelling cinnamon yeah and um how his wife used to make these like cinnamon buns mm -hmm. around the holidays and how that just hit him yeah out of nowhere yeah and um they had a really special mm -hmm. honest moment and it was just a great example of how he is such a fantastic bachelor yeah because he really notices everything mm -hmm. and picks up on everything yeah and i think it was really important to like have a singular moment with nancy mm -hmm. and to sit down and talk it through and i was really happy that he gave her the group date rose too um just to to validate that like hey your vulnerability and honesty and you pushing through a tough moment like this like really matters yes and i see you and instead of just saying are you okay okay moving on he pulls her you know take is taking care of her giving space for her emotions and so it was a really beautiful moment that they connected over and again the loss of the spouse thing like with Teresa, it's like that is bonding for these people because it's like you go through something like that you can feel probably alone on many levels. Oh, 100%. So to have someone connect with you over that is, is powerful. And then that yeah. was, that was a true testament also to him just like, you know, being a stand up person to take that time. Absolutely. Um, another moment mm -hmm. was with Leslie then, yes. and Gary and that moment. So romantic. Was so romantic. It was I, movie level romantic. Hey, I rewatched it numerous times um, because he comes out and he's got the line. <laughs> He's, yeah, what was it? What was it? It was like, what do men? What do men he do? Said, like, he, he said, "What do you tell guys who have only known you a short time that say you are a very sexy woman?" I mean, that's an opening. I was line. like, Gary, Gary, oh my god, Gary continues to impress. He continues to impress. He, he continues to be like surprisingly swagged out. And I you're know. Just kind of like, dang. He just comes right up and is like, what do you say to men who say you were a very that's sexy like a, woman? That's like a crazy pickup line. Because that's like way better even than saying like, you look really sexy. It's like, oh. what do you say to the men who tell you how yeah, sexy like, is there, you is are? Is there like a, a statement you give out to people? Is there like a written form <laughs> that you say? What do you do when men tell you you're so sexy? What I like about it too is generally on this show, you don't have the bachelor or bachelorette doing pickup lines very true it's Evan. normally everyone else working very and they kind of sit back and go so how was your day very true but he's very proactive with them uh -huh. like it's very like him pursuing them you're in a right. lot of ways you're right and That's interesting. so I he's hadn't doing really pickup lines he's pulling that. her to check in on her like he's he's out here working he's working i love it he's putting the work in yeah he's putting the, he's not lazy with it and it's very impressive you know what that is such a I hadn't thought about that, but you're so right. That is a different energy because typically we don't see that from a, a male lead mm -hmm. until the last few women. Sure. You know what I mean? You're yeah. right. It's like, come to me, ladies. It's like a little sit back like a king and just like, <laughs> you know, be fought over. But he's the opposite. He's like, I'm going to, I'm going to make sure they feel great. Like right out he's the gate. He's hitting on them 
while they're competing for him. Like that's yes. pretty stand up. I and mean, the dude's a king. We love it. We yes. absolutely love it. Um, but he then is like, oh, basically kind of getting like cool girl, sexy energy. Yes. But then she opens up to him. She starts crying. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you're just so amazing. From the moment I met you, you made me feel so special and all this. You're such an incredible man. Da, da, da. And he's like, you are ooey gooey on the inside. Like, uh, you know, you're sexy. And I thought this certain yeah. thing, but on the inside, you're so just ooey gooey. She's like, I'm like a molten cake. I'm like, this is getting us so yeah. spicy. He's like, pass me a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> Evan, you're killing me over here. Um, but uh, she then says to him that, he can whisper sweet nothings into her ear and she oh so beautifully pulls the hair behind her ear and shows him that she also has hearing aids on and he lights up and their embrace it was just so romantic Mm -hmm. this moment of sharing that together and then he whispers something in her ear and while he's whispering she kisses him on the cheek and then she shows him her other hearing aid. And then in the ITMs when they're like, what did he say? And she's like, that's just for him and I, I mm. mean, chills all over my body. She could have used that as like a ITM moment, but she didn't. She just said, that's for me. Oh, you mean like sharing what they said? Yeah. I like could have yeah. made it like a dramatic kind of moment. And yeah. instead she's like, not even thinking about the, like her mm-hmm. on TV. She's just like, that's for me and him. Anyway, bye. Like, I love her. I really like she doesn't, her too. She's not, I mean, they're all here for the right reasons, but you know, there's these like tells, there's these moments you could make it about you and they continue to impress with just like, nope, I'm here for love. It was, they're connected, you know what I mean? It's connected and they're, and they are, the romance is pulsating. The romance is pulsating with them. They definitely, more, I, mean, I would say this, they have an incredible attraction to each other. Yes. Like, Definitely. We've seen with Teresa a deep connection connection. Nancy, they seem to have a connection connection. With Leslie, it definitely seems like he's very like attracted to her too. Like he's got that yes. like they have that sexual chemistry we're seeing. Yes. I feel like I'm seeing like a deep emotional connection with Teresa and Ellen mm. and like a very like attractive attraction connection yeah. with um, Leslie and Faith. Yes, agreed. I feel like those are kind agreed. of, so yes. far, what so I'm far, seeing. So far, yes, I yeah. agree. Okay, well, after that, again, he gives the group date rose yeah. to Nancy, and then we have a cocktail party pool party, which, so because these episodes are only an hour, we're getting the one, one-on-one date and one group date. Yes. Which I kind of love. I it's feel like bam, 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 we're bam. just getting all the juice. Yes. We're getting all the juice and I'm and I'm kind of loving it. I'm interested in maybe as we move forward if they're gonna switch it up, but I kinda like the one one on one and the one group Agreed. date. Agreed. But what we found out is that numerous women weren't on the group date. That must uh, yeah, I was wondering about that. It must be maybe for the next episode, maybe they're gonna give them some special treatment or something. Because I don't know. It, I don't know how you just you don't get a one on one and then you're not on the group because date. Because I know Faith weird. mentioned that she wasn't on the group date. Yeah. Um, which was surprising. And then also um a moment for Marina who all of a sudden during the roast, the whole episode, I was like, where's Marina? I love Marina, my absolutely gorgeous Marina. And then the roast ceremony happens. I was like, there's no Marina. So I ended up seeing that um, they released like a special clip and Marina actually had to leave. Okay. So she had a FaceTime with Gary and she said that um, she's a single mom mm. and that there was something at home, you know, she didn't get into what, but said something at home that she needed to be back at home um, and be 
and mom, yeah, you know, sure. and Gary, of course, was like, oh, so gracious. And they had a really sweet moment. But I hope that we see Marina back on our screen because I, I really liked her a lot. And maybe she'll come back for another season. Be a little drop in. But, you know, I had that feeling during the cast pile. I was like, Marina, future Golden Bachelorette. Yeah. So I'm like, Marina, come back so we can get to know you, future Golden mm-hmm. Bachelorette, please. I love that. Um, but yes, they had a surprise uh, birthday party because it is Gary's B-Day. It is his sec- 72nd birthday. He comes in. He's just like, where is everybody? It's where is a, everyone? I cannot empty, find my... It's an empty just it's mansion. It's an empty, yeah, empty mansion. He comes in and bam, they hit him with the surprise birthday party. Susan pops out of a cake that she probably made. I'm assuming it's something that she made at six in the morning. You know, and so she pops out of the cake. And again, one thing that another supportive moment was like, I think that would have been competitive for a lot of other you know seasons it would have uh, been like yes. oh you had to one up us yep. in the cake and yeah. whatever whatever susan made a cake and oh, now she's popping God, you out had of to be the one in the cake and like you know susan's such an you know susan's always just going for herself like that's what the comments would have been right, made right, right, right. but like the fact that they were like cheering her on and they loved it i don't know it's just again it's like so not there yet it's the toxicity hasn't set in hopefully it doesn't but it, it seemed they seem so just like supportive um and that's when they, that's when they pull, you know, he pulls her and they talk for a minute and she's talking about how she gets up at 6am to make chicken piccata, which is by the way, my all time favorite I know. dish. The second that Susan said that, I was like, well, Evan has a new favorite at yeah, Susan because yeah. she talked about the chicken piccata at Cheesecake Factory for Evan. That is our high school. That is Evan's the that forever is, order. It's unreal. Huge chicken piccata. I'm a piccata <laughs> head. I mean, what is what it is, but, um, you know, and they're connecting over that and she's just basically, she's kind of busting out the resume almost like, by the way, I'm a hell of a wife. Like, yeah. That just was kind so of the energy. Know, just I so you crush. know, I'm up at 5 a.m. making cakes that I can pop out of for you every morning. You know what I mean? Like, she was definitely totally. like letting him know. You know what I mean? She's I love cooking Susan's with, uh, vibe. Yeah. Susan is everything to me. But no, they were having such a fun time. And I also just love the fact that it was like, you know, I'm sure he has, Gary has his daughters and his granddaughters yeah. and he's so close to them. And I'm sure for his birthdays, they do wonderful things together. Yes. But, you know, after, and he talked about this a little bit with Joan later, but after the loss of a spouse, um, I can imagine that the birthdays would be so yes. difficult. So to have his 72nd birthday, him walking into a mansion with all these gorgeous babes mm-hmm. waiting to celebrate him. Someone's popping out of a cake. April's out here giving him a birthday dance. She's like, here's my birthday oh, gift. Yeah. And then my birthday dance. She was decorating him for sure. I'm just like, she was decorating him with love and joy. It's just so wonderful. It's just such a, just a beautiful 72nd birthday that was probably very unexpected a few years yes. ago. Yes. You know? Absolutely. Um, so we have a moment with faith. Like I said, yeah. where faith says that I was not at the group date, yes. you know, and then, um, she talks about how she's starting to feel a little inadequate uh. and she's like, everyone is here with their makeup and their jewelry. And I'm the type of person who I wear flip flops. I drink from a hose. Um, I, you know, bathe in like a horse water trough or something like that, which he's loving. Yeah. He, he's cracking up yes. which, with what she's saying. But right away, of course, I was hit with the fact that you always talk about how that first impression rose is a curse. Yeah, I mean, it's a curse for many reasons. But I think in this case, it's not so much of a curse as it is a head fake. Yeah, well, that's what I mean when you say curse. no, 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 I think sometimes it's also a curse in the way that like it makes like it's kind of like they end up not getting much attention later. It's almost like it's almost like the lead puts them in their back pocket. 
Right. Like, I like them. That's kind of a sure thing, maybe, but I'm going to explore everything else. Yeah. What I feel like is going on now with her is what definitely happens to all of them is that they think it's smooth sailing from here. I feel so connected to them that they gave me their first impression. I want them over immediately. Mm-hmm. Should we just take off into the sunset? That's what it does to your brain. So then when all of a sudden they don't really pay much attention to you. We haven't talked all day, blah, blah, blah. blah. Like, that's always the first, the, the first impression rose is always the first person to start spiraling a little bit. 100%. Because they're like, wait, what happened? Always, always. You know? And she, and we we see that with her. And yeah. she's kind of like, I'm feeling inadequate. And we saw then, you know, in commercials where it looks like she continues to feel that way. And it looks like, I don't know if she walks away or he's crying. There's some, it looks like, yeah. you know, we're getting teased with that that's going to happen. And I'm like, no, Faith, like he really, he he's yeah. was vibing on you so hard. But yeah, there's that pressure with that first the impression. Pressure, rose, the so pressure we'll see. On first um, Gary and Joan, like I said, had a moment um, in a bunk bed, like at the top. Mm-hmm. It was so, so cute. But also, again, I was like, come on, can we just put all the beds on the ground for the love of God? Yeah, like up on the bunk bed, too, like, they're like hunched over. Like, we just make this accessible. Like, my goodness. Yeah. But it was, they were just, you know, up and they were having a little mm-hmm. secret moment yes. away from everybody. And, um, you know, Joan opened up because she had lost her husband um, some time ago. And they were talking about how hard everything is, like the birthdays. Yes. And, um, they ended up kissing. Yes. And. Another she's strong a very, physical connection yeah, there. Yeah, she's a very beautiful woman. Yeah, she's stunning. Stunning. And he's like, what's up? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We're in a bed. Let's make out. You know what I mean? Like 100%. You know what I mean? It might be a bunk bed, but it's the only one we got. You know what I mean? <laughs> we, our heads might be hitting the roof, but exactly. it's what we got. We might roll off the top of this thing and snap something, but, but you know, but we're, put it on the line for love. We're putting it on the line for love. Um, also, then the Natasha moment that I loved when he gave her a big hug and he was just like, your hugs remind me of my wife. Like, they're sweet. so warm. Mm. And then they just were, like, embracing. And that was so, yeah, so cute. That was really nice. Um, then we have Ellen. Now, yes. Ellen gets some special treatment. Mm-hmm. Because he, even though it's his birthday, and she's like, it's your birthday. He's like, well, then I can bring you a gift. He brings her a present. And it is a picture of them from yesterday when she was in the wedding dress. Mind you, a nice photo. That was one of Hard Franco. To see. No, it was Hard a nice. It was a nice photo, and it was it, that screen. was one of Franco's photos. Okay, see that they, no, they, they cut out the part where they go. You know, I know the photos not very good, but you know, it's the no. Top that that photo was good, and that was one of Franco's <laughs> photos. That wasn't one of the assistants' photos. That, that was one of Franco's photos, photos. And they paid, and they paid for that photo. They were like, "We'll do one photo yeah, was, from Franco." That was Twenty grand, and that's why it was in. Yeah. That was yeah. Franco just he charges. You know, he's like, God. He's he's so good. He charges a hefty he's price. So good. That photos are bad (laughs) (laughs) those aren't his photos (laughs) i believe in you franco but no it did look Um, like a little better it looked like a better it was you know beautifully framed and she is so touched and she's like in a mansion full of these beautiful women he picks me i feel so special she talks about how that she hasn't felt special in a really long time and she was like if if a man can make me feel this special maybe he's the one Mm -hmm. you know like we talked about last week you could tell that she's such a selfless giver of a person yeah and she was talking about her friend and i'm sure she's been there for a long time for her and you could just tell that she's like you know a small gesture can go a long way right now with her yeah and i think she, she even made mention to that and um yeah it was a beautiful moment for them and i think it really it really connected her to him you know and i think he's connected to her too and i thought that was really nice that he did that but i definitely saw that like that shift in her mm-hmm. you always see that shift in contestants where it's like all of a sudden they go from like, You're like know, there's this fun to like 
oh, now it's serious. Oh, like I'm feeling I'm this. feeling some stuff. Well, imagine that. Imagine you were the chosen one. Yeah. Everyone in the cast who was on the, on doing the photo shoot doesn't get a single photo doesn't of you and the gift. person. Yeah. You are one of the ones in the wedding dress and you get a framed photo mm-hmm. from the lead. It's like the thing you put, and then you're, you know, she in her brain, she's, this is what I put on our mantle when we get married. Well, imagine if he ends up walking away with her, how romantic that, that is. Photo. That's like wildly romantic. So we'll see. I mean, I think she's locked in now. If she wasn't already. <sighs> I'm locked in. See, this is what I didn't take into account about this show. Okay. I am loving this show so much. What I didn't take into account was the fact that we were going to have to be losing people during the rose ceremony Mm. and that people were going to be falling in love with Gary, like how we have on the show normally, where you fall in love with the lead and that we're going to have to watch people's hearts be broken. I wasn't taking that into account. And now I'm panicking a little bit. Now I'm like, I don't want to see any of these women get their heart broken. I want them like, I don't know if we're going to have a uh, a golden bachelor in paradise, but I need that because I need, <laughs> be I need these people back on my screen finding love mm-hmm. like i need everybody yeah, need to be closure. happy i need everybody to be happy and find their person not just like have to say goodbye like this is this mm-hmm. is actually like really devastating when no one's playing games everyone's there for the right reason everyone's open kind sweet and have gone through a lot as the audience our empathy level rises and we don't want anyone to get kicked no. off. Whereas in the normal episode, we're like, oh, those three suck. Get them out of here. It's I like, like every I know. single I know. person I know. on the cast. And they're all offering such fun, different dynamics. And they all deserve, you know, there can be this feeling with the, with the regular show where you're like, you don't deserve love. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but with this, you're like, you all really, truly deserve the best. Deserve and love. so it's, it's sad. And then, you know, that's that's the... Yeah, you don't really take into account the end I of episodes. I wasn't thinking about like, it. Oh, shit, someone has to go I wasn't home. thinking about it because in all the other past seasons, I kind of be like, yeah, I'm not a fan of this person. I'm glad they didn't pick that person because that would have been a bad exactly. match. It's like this one. I'm like, no, I just want everybody to be happy. I yes. didn't think about that. Yeah. So now I feel devastated. April makes it clear. She said, I'm going to kill him if he doesn't give me a rose. I love it. That was a great <laughs> line. I'm going to kill him if he doesn't give me a rose. I'm obsessed with God, her. God, it's so funny. I am so obsessed with her. Okay. God. God, I, I I don't know if I see their connection, but I just I need. Yeah, I'm not. It's not. It's not going. I'm. I'm actually shocked she made it. I need April on my screen. I feel like April and um, April and Kathy. I don't see Gary and Kathy's connection, but I need Kathy on my screen. I love Kathy. Kathy's a little bit of a shit talker too. I'm you know obsessed. what I mean? She kind of like she throws the jabs out every once in a while. She's got some spice to her. And I, I love feel it. like Kathy and April are besties. Yes. And I just and want, like, I want a load of this. I, I need a show of the two of them. I just need them, you know, like traveling together. When Kathy told uh, Gary, she's like, I'm going to be gorgeous at 100. I plan on always yeah. being hot. I'm like, hell yeah, Kathy. I need an April and Kathy spinoff. I definitely feel, yeah, like April and Kathy in the city. You know what I yeah. mean? That's what you want. April but, and Kathy take New York. Yes. April and Kathy take. No, no, no. You need like the, uh, you, like take small towns. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Because you need her being like, I don't know what to do. You know what I mean? But I felt like uh, April is kind of maybe like a producer play here where like the producer is saying, well, we're going to keep her around because she's fun and interesting because I don't see there's been no tell so far to me of April and him connecting on like a level. They, right. They Even though he probably thinks she's just like so <coughs> much fun. Right. Right. And she's hot, hot, hot. 
She's hot, 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 and really fun. But we'll see. I mean, she's just a riot. Like, I really like I'm her obsessed, a lot. Obsessed, obsessed. Well, they do have the rose ceremony, so yeah. people do have to go. Um, Leslie gets the first rose, and then Joan, Edith, Ellen, Sandra, Susan, Christina, Faith, April. This is when Gary starts crying. He gives away the I mean, final rose to Kathy. Even the fact that you're crying Kathy. this early shows the level of empathy this guy has. He, start, he was crying last episode. Yes. This episode, he started really struggling to the point where Jesse Palmer even popped in and was like you good? giving him encouraging words. I mean, I mean he's going to be a, a problem in like a couple episodes. I know my heart hurts. He's going to be already. like, you could tell that's what's going to break him. Oh, 100%. is having to like send people home because he's so empathetic too that it's not it's not about anything other than the fact that like I care about them so much and they deserve so much but our connection's not there. I have to be the bad news baron. It's like brutal. Well, there's also then that feeling too of like they so many of the people have gone through similar grief together, whether it be the loss of a spouse or other things in life yeah. too. You know, yeah. they just come with time and aging and yeah. everything and. I feel like they're a crew. Mm, like you feel it yeah. from episode one. They feel like a crew. Real they're dancing together. There's so much camaraderie. It's friendship. And so I would imagine like you feel like you're breaking up the crew. And he's just like, no, I really enjoy this person and the dynamic that we all bring to yeah. together, even if they're not going to be my person, you know, yeah. for, for forever. But it's beautiful. I, but that, it's heartbreaking. It feels just absolutely heartbreaking. Um, we end up having to say goodbye to Natasha. I know. I was really upset she had about the that. Best, but she, she did have the best exit with just like the whole thing. She was like, yeah, yeah, he's great. Why don't we get seats for us <laughs> during the rose ceremony? Like that was hilarious. She, she was like, out. I know me and him maybe don't have the best connection right now, but what's more important. She's like, I'm going to stand. I'm going to, I'm going to stand up from all my ladies back there and be like, quick question, producers. Um, do you know how long the filming for the rose ceremony yes. is? It probably lasts hours. It's like, oh, yeah. can we get a seat to sit down in? Okay. She's like, we're six, in our 60s and 70s. And they're also like on risers too. They're on risers. Like people are rocking heels. Like hours. absolutely. You know what? Forget seats. Give them beds. You know oh. what I mean? Like, let's get cozy. Like, let's a giant bed that everyone can just like chill in. You know what? Speaking of beds, I actually am really glad that... The I feel like in the prom promotion of the show, mm -hmm. they did a lot of like old people jokes. You yeah. know what I mean? Like kind of sticky. Like a very. It was just very like you know. It was just like yeah. It was it was just sticky with like old jokes, and I felt like in the show there hasn't been any of that. No. So it's been nice. It's been nice. They it's it hasn't. It's just let it be natural. I'm really grateful that they just kind of made it the same. Yeah. And so that's been a nice surprise. Well, I think that's what is part of the whole thing of like, yes, we all just, we all age. Of course. And we're all still looking for love right. and but friendship. But TV being TV, they could have really gone over the top with the, with like the, the No, thing. I feel like they've, they've, they it's haven't done that. It's just been a thing. Yeah, yes. it's been nice. Well, no, I'm, love you, Natasha. Sending all the love. Yeah. I'm obsessed with you. We also said goodbye to Peggy, and we said goodbye to Jeannie. Yeah. Um, Jeannie had a line on the oh, way out that yeah. made me cry. Um, you know, cry number seven of the episode exactly. or something, where um, she said that even though she had to say goodbye to Gary, essentially that he gave all of these women hope that there are still really good guys out there that they can meet later in life. Mm. And she's like, so even if anything, I walk away with hope, knowing like there's someone out there. Um, if he's out there, there's other people out there. And Gosh. she mentions that her mom found love in her 70s. And I actually was thinking about, I was like, um, one of my grandmas, my my uh, dad's mom oh, got yeah. married when she was probably 
probably 70s. 71 yeah. and um he passed away a couple years ago and she's still alive but they had like they had like 20 years together i know isn't that crazy and they just they would just go out dancing and get drinks and hang out with friends and wow. they had both retired and they just spent like these like these golden years yeah. together you know yeah she said something to the effect of like if you have hope then like everything's gonna be fine or like you can't you know you can't be sad if you have hope or something like that and it's like my gosh what a perspective you yeah. know like yeah. you could have easily been like i'll never find anyone now and instead it was like no i have hope and that's all you can ask for it's like oh my gosh beautiful mm-hmm. absolutely you know um well we got some next week it looks, looks like things are heating up looks like jealousy is starting real to creep in it's that real now. shit yeah mm-hmm. because people are getting attached everyone's friends hurt. when you're in the God. same boat i think everyone's gonna remain friends yeah. i don't think there's gonna be any like like drama amongst the women but there's gonna be pain and i don't know if i'm emotionally prepared for this this is probably gonna be a little tough um i mean we've got a few people Teresa, faith a few of them look like they're they are struggling a few look like it's like am i gonna leave Mm -hmm. gary's crying it's gonna be a lot it also looks like it's full of joy but i'm emotionally preparing myself that this might start getting real intense yeah 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 it's but it's you know because we're gonna fall we've fallen in love with these people i know you know, and they're nothing but just like beams of light. Yeah. And so once that jealousy starts hitting in and the this and the that and they kisses her and doesn't kiss her and takes her on the date. Oh, and then God. add a little promote, little add a little um, producer pain in there. I'm sure there's going to be some some manipulation, some movements that will cause them to have feel even worse. Like, <sighs> well, well, I'm still I'm excited, though. I'm looking forward to it. Of still, course. Because this, like I said, I think this is my most favorite show on television right it's now. It's so good. I, I love it. I want it over and over and over again. I want 50 episodes of this, please. It's so beautiful. I, you know what I need is I need this full season, simultaneous spinoffs of all of their lives. Yeah. I'd watch... Spinoffs, yeah. I'd watch a spinoff of all of their lives. Yes. You know what I mean? I'd start watching 20 new shows. Absolutely. April definitely has to have the first one, though. She's got to. I love it. All right. Okay, next. Are we ready? Next show. It's time to hit the sand. B.I.P. Bachelor in Paradise, episode two. And we are hit with a lot of drama right off the top once we hit the sands of paradise. But before we get into the drama, I mean, honestly, one of the most dramatic things I saw was when we saw the intro packages, um, the the level of bite that Jesse Palmer took out of a burrito. This wasn't even real, you guys. I freaked out. Evan Evan paused and re- had to rewatch it like four times. He could not believe the level of bite that Jesse Palmer. I mean, Jesse Palmer also with that burrito in his hands. You you saw what a what a what a large man. Like it was he a taquito. Is, he is. <laughs> it looked like a taquito. He is like such a broad, like tall man. Because they threw the same burrito. Like, yes, hold on, you guys. <laughs> This guy grabs the burrito. They threw the burrito to him. Please go back and watch this. The bite he took, it was so over the top. It was astronomical. It was three quarters of the burrito he ate. He just had like a little chunk at the end left. It's just a yeah, tiny little bit left. He literally almost threw the thing back like he was a competitive eater, like a competitive burrito eater. Then they throw the same burrito to Wells, and it was like two-handed burrito. <laughs> like... That dude is huge. Like the burrito, it was like, bro, such a big bite. It was almost like, I think... The bite was so big, yeah. it had to have taken him off guard. 
Like he, right. he, you know, like, like, he you was realize? trying to be smooth with it. And it was like, <laughs> like it was so big. Like it was like, oh, blah, blah, blah. like he had to spit it out because so much burrito. I think he like gestoned it and like like gulped one one gulp and, and it was gulped, done. Yeah, because it was so. It was Gaston. Big. It was Gaston energy where you know Gaston swallows like the five three dozen eggs or whatever in the song. I'm not and familiar the with the, that part, but um, well, he does. Or he okay. sings about it. But it was just so over the top. Please, you go back, go back and watch this because I feel like we need a screenshot of it because it was just so massive. Yeah, it was. It was. I mean, you know, he. I think he was a football player, and he is a he is a big guy. And you're like, damn. It was like, damn, bro. It was like, he, I think he should definitely like forget the Sasquatch thing. Get into competitive eating because if you can put down a burrito like that, you're a real problem. Oh yeah, in the scene, a thousand percent. I will tell you, second grade Jessica absolutely crushed the pie eating contest at school. I demolished <laughs> everyone, and then from really? there on, I always won every single year. Yeah, really? I, you put me in a pie eating contest. Done. 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 What's your pie of choice? I mean, I probably I'll eat anything, but I'll tell you what, the whipped cream will be way past my hairline because I just get in there. <laughs> it's incredible. Wow. Well, <laughs> not I to mean, toot my own horn. Not but, to toot my own pie eating horn, but, but it is truly but incredible. Anyway, massive bite. Massive. Props to JP. It's the most work I've seen him do in years <laughs> is put down that burrito. So congrats to him. He really did it. Well, the drama really hit the sand, truly. Yes. When Avon enters the scene and posts Ooh. everything last week with the Will, Olivia, and Kylie love triangle, we hear Olivia beforehand talking about how, like, you know, Will's just a rose holder for right yeah. now because Kylie is into Avon. And when Avon hits the sand, she's going to try to get to know Avon. Um, I wanted to say this, too. I heard from somebody, and mm -hmm. I am... I apologize because I do not want to misreport if that is what I am doing. Okay. So apologies in advance if this is not true. I need someone send me screenshots, info. I couldn't find it. I was looking for it. I heard that Olivia posted in an Ask Me Anything um, that her and Will had like kind of been chatting mm. for a little bit before the show. Like an Avon Kylie situation a little bit, even more think, so no, because but Kylie I think wasn't Ava, even chatting. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think Avon and Kylie were actually chatting. I think they were just like liking photos. I think Olivia and Will, the, 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 um, the AMA like referred to the fact that they had been like kind of chatting it up for a that few months. That would make more sense because of their connection so quickly. Yeah. Like it was weirdly quick. Like they were cuddling they knew each, and they making was like, out within minutes yeah. of just meeting each other. It felt weirdly fast. Right. And again, I'm so sorry if I'm fully, if I'm mixing up something because it was just someone came and told me okay. that they had seen Olivia post at an AMA and I couldn't find the screenshot and I was looking back for it. So I'm sorry if I'm totally wrong, but that was brought to my attention. Um, so that if that sense. is that if that is something that Olivia posted, then it's like, and then they also, yeah, then that would hurt too. Where yeah. you're like, yeah, we've been chatting and I thought we Building kind of had a connection. And now all of a sudden you don't come and sit me down and talk to me before you go and go on a date with Kylie. Um, you wait till after and he could have solved yeah. so many problems for himself with just a quick the combo. one conversation. Quick convo done. It would have just been for both of them. I it would have solved the beef between Kylie and Olivia and Olivia feeling deserted by Will. Like it would have been a quick adjustment. Because I'll tell you what, I am feeling like all I really want is for, you know, love and harmony because yeah. I just, I love Olivia and I love Kylie and mm -hmm. I hope that this doesn't 
create any sort of drama between them. And we get, I mean, I, I like I said, I, we talked about this last week, but like I do get both sides. Yeah. You know, I do think Kylie should have talked to her. It would have been a little cleaner. I yeah. do think that Olivia kind of got maybe a little too attached too quickly. But to, if, to, for her to feel that much like passion for the situation, like I totally get the connections but there. But what if they had been talking for a little? That's while. the issue. If if they hadn't been talking, I'm a little bit like you have to know this is the game. Like this is a this isn't. You can't just meet someone the first day and it's all over and they'll never talk to anyone. Like that's not this game. You have to know that they are going to pursue other people and see if it's right. But um, it all still hurts. No, no, but it still hurts. And yeah. so that's what makes it more f- make sense if she had been talking to him before because like it had been building up yeah. and like you have it in your head, which we will see with Kylie and Avon that like you're already kind of halfway there you've yeah. already been kind of on the beach for a couple of weeks before kind of concept. yeah and I will say too there was a moment with Olivia where you know I like I've said she is I'm loving her on the sand yeah, absolutely she's obsessed she's the ITM queen she really is we saw a moment in ITMs when Avon ended up choosing Kylie for the date and not Olivia and there then was like this sadness and somberness where she was like that one hurt because of the rejection with Will and then Avon, like that really hurt. And I don't know. I just felt like it was kind of one of those moments where you saw, she was like giving it to us in the ITMs, like, like so entertaining for the people we were loving watching it. And then you had that real moment where it was like, it hurt. Like, I think a lot of like the other ITMs, it's like, they're very real, but it's also like, they're fun. We're, we're we're giving it. Yeah. We're loving it. Like it's giving the audience like something fun, you know? Um, something exciting. Yes. But that moment was like, oh, yeah, God, it hurts. Yeah. Um, but Will has a sit down with Kylie right before Avon comes down and is like, just so you know, I'm full in. I'm all in with you. Nothing's going to sway me. Nothing's going to change my mind. And then Avon hits the sand. Yeah. I felt like that was a misstep on his end because yes. it made him also way more into her. And we're more desperate for her. Mm-hmm. It also made her, I bet, have a little bit of, uh, I don't want to say ick is the right word, but like a pullback moment yeah. of like, you're not letting me feel free enough to connect with someone else possibly. Yes. So now I want to run away from you. Yes. You know, it's like anytime someone goes like, by the way, you like me, right? It's like a, oh, I think I did. Now I kind of not <laughs> sure if I do. Because he was trying yeah. to, he knew, <clears throat> he knew that they had been like kind of flirting through heart emojis and he also knew that like they had been there had been a budding romance there especially for kylie Mm -hmm. so if you know that's the case you almost already have to just let it go and then hope that it doesn't work out but also be very okay with it not working out or with it working out because you know that like that's the process what he did was the opposite he went two times deeper and then kind of let her know how like he i'll just be waiting here for you like you got to create a little bit of tension here you got to say yeah i know have fun out there i'm gonna you know i'm gonna pursue my connections too so that maybe she goes okay maybe i feel a little bit of nervousness here or even if he doesn't say that i'll be waiting for you to show it by your actions but to just be like i even that that conversation before avon came down just to like sit next to kylie in the morning be chatting it up with her not doing the whole like just FYI like I you know it's you. it's now the second day and I'm yeah. fully all in yeah. it's like you guys it's only been it's been less than two days so but we gotta we, but reel you it know in. what he is a emotional dude and we, yeah. we see later he's very attached like he is very connected to his emotions and we see an epic moment later that oh he is, he's mom- he's a big feeler he feels it all yeah the moment later is everything, everything. to me we'll get into it but that but was yes, everything I do to me. think that that moment pushed her away a little bit. She goes, ah, I feel a little trapped. Mm-hmm. 
because I really wanted to see this Avon thing. Eh, and then you saw her kind of, well, I wish you the best. She had already kind of detached without yes. even meeting Avon really yet. Yes, yes. Well, Avon comes down and yeah. Kylie is... I mean, I mean, it's all eyes. Absolutely locked in. I mean, everyone. Breaking out in hives. Dude, <laughs> I'm like cutting you off. Sorry. All I want in my life is to be a hive causer. If I can have people break out in hives when they see me, I mean, that is literally dreams. Like when you when you make people break out in hives, you got it. So, I mean, props to Avon for, for being a hive causer. Because, dude. All I want is everyone I know to be in hives constantly. I'll eat something that makes me allergic, yeah. so I'll break out I'm gonna, in hives I'm going to start you. giving you some. I'm going to find some creams that you're <laughs> allergic to just to make me feel like the hives are there. Because, man, I mean, when you are creating chemical reactions in people. Ooh, they're breaking out in hives because you make them so nervous. You are so, you're so incredible. Hot. I mean, that is like, dude, I just want to have moment. a shirt that just says like the hive king or something, because that's that is got to feel great. God. And Avon is the—he's the beehive. He's he, getting all the reactions. God, Everyone's he's the, like, Whoa. he's stinging everybody. You know what I mean? Everyone was just like, oh my god, Avon. Uh, yeah. Avon had a quite a reaction. Everyone broke out. Everyone is reacting yes. to Avon, but Avon right away—he's got his eyes on Kylie and on Olivia. First, he talks to Kylie. They have their moment where it's very much like, we both know that. We've been liking each other's photos. Yes. We both know that we think we're hot. Like, you know. Probably talking through friends because it was like a, you know, Kylie said this is a long time coming kind of vibe. And it's like if, the, if they had only had a couple hearts, that's not enough to be like I this also, is a long time coming. So definitely seemed like friends maybe had been talking, by the way, you know, yeah. Avon. She like, oh, by the way, Avon likes you. You know. Like I also a, saw people like online being like, oh, my God, Kylie and Avon would be so cute right. like a while ago. Okay. So, you know, it's built up it's by built the fan up. base, too, yeah. I think, too. So, like, you're feeling it for yep. sure. Yep. Um, but then he does talk to Olivia. We see them being like, you know, flirty and cute. I mean, Olivia... She is charming and captivating. Yes. And so I'm like, okay, I don't know what's going to happen with this one. But Avon ends up choosing Kylie. Um, Will's obviously absolutely devastated. Dude, his eyes just, the dark circles were forming of sadness and tiredness and torture <laughs> just, and anxiety. And he just his went, eyes just He shifted. went from like the fun guy to just like, Oh, no. Sad. The guy like sitting energy. on a rock, like looking out at the Eeyore, ocean. Just yeah. so sad. I mean, that is torture. It is. The, if you I mean, see the whole someone, thing is like, it is torture. If you see someone and you're like, that is my wife. Holy shit. And then five seconds later, they're like, bye. I mean, that, I don't care who you are. No, it's rough. That is rough. It's so rough. It's so rough. rough. Well, I was glad that Kylie went and talked to Will before. Because at first when they walked away, I was like, oh no, is she not going to talk to Will? Like, yeah. this is going to be another situation where it's like, everybody, let's all talk to each other. Come yeah. on now. Um, but she talked to Will. Yeah. And I thought she was very gracious totally. in w how she communicated everything with him. Um, but it definitely was a little bit like, yeah. hey, just so you know, everything's been real. Like wanting to confirm to him, like, yeah. hey, I wasn't bullshitting this, which I didn't think she was at all. It's like, yeah. no, I have a connection with you, but I got to explore this one. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we all know that this one has been long awaited. It was so. like, hey, this is a done deal unless Avon's like horrible and we have no chemistry right right like, unless yeah so unless you know, ab he's absolutely bombs this date like like this is what's if he doesn't happen. say a word we're together yeah <laughs> like that's kind of what it was it was like just so you know it's over with me and you unless there's a massive catastrophe if it takes him three and a half hours to open a champagne bottle i'm still going with it's him. no problem for me let's can we talk about that <laughs> yes yeah, so they get on the boat and this man 
Yeah. Is it? I think it's a bottle of champagne. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think so. But it had a cork, but like a classic cork. So that's, I don't know. I've never they were trying to like that, pop but, it, right? Yeah. But then the thing broke off and then he was trying to open... The sequence of this, I don't know if you all noticed, but like truly I think it took 30 minutes. Because he started with a shirt on. Started with a shirt on. Ended with the shirt off. Yes, like out at sea. started in the dock, ended in the water. This is full like Gilligan's Island three hour tour. Like so we're, this, are, we're, we're off. Like we are, we are on an island. Open. Yes. Now he's clearly a beer and like cocktail guy because yeah. the level of difficulty was like, I understand like a stumbling. Unless they put like oil all over it. Yeah, they made it like, We're going to make him sweat. They're like, you know what we're going to do super glue? is whenever you're around Kylie, we're going to make you all nervous. Will, we're throwing a pool behind him, make him fall into the yes. fountain. Avon, we put oil all over the cork yes. so that he can't fucking yes. open it and make so, everybody sweat when you're around Kylie. Avon was hilarious. He was fighting for his life. Yeah. I mean, the man though, shout out, didn't give up. I love that. There's That's no a good sign. There's no way. No quitting that guy. There's no quitting. He's going to stay with you for forever. If he takes three hours to open a champagne bottle, he he's not leaving you. You know what I mean? He's not giving up when you guys no. have a little bit of drama or tension. Exactly. If I would have been Avon, I would have handed that thing over so fast to a producer or something. I would have been like, could you please open this? Or like, can we pull out the white claws where I can just pop it open do we got to do this champagne thing mm. at some point i would have taken the champagne bottle i would have smashed it against the side of the yacht and just drank the shards of glass just, and just and just bleeding out because i'd be i'd be panicking because yeah. i'm already so nervous for this date and like gorgeous kylie with those beautiful eyes just staring at me yeah and she was like do you want me to do it like you know? she was like well no i can't do it now because if i open it, it's gonna be embarrassing so she had the good yeah. lines she was making him sweat a little bit too yeah i loved it but the man doesn't give up. He man never surrenders, and that's a green flag. Yeah, but exactly. wow, it was lengthy. It was absolutely lengthy, yeah. lengthy. But they got they got through it. They absolutely got through it. And I mean, their date they were right away very like they yeah. were in. I mean, yeah. I they mean, were reclined, intertwined, very making out. Yes. And Kylie was like that kiss was a ten. Yeah, Kylie was like. I'm gonna make this work. I mean, she went right at him. She grabbed oh, yeah. his head and we're like, we're making out. Like, we're doing this thing. She had kind of a like, when someone's made up their decision before they even met energy. Yes. Because with well, one thing I will say was her connection with Will was really strong and their chemistry right. was really good. They were laughing, whatever, yeah. whatever. But it was, the, the dynamic was, Will, you gotta win me over a little bit. Yes. This is the opposite. This is like, just don't, like, I'm in. just don't screw this up and just we're good to go. You know what I mean? Like, you don't even have to say anything. We're good. It's over. We're getting married. You know what I mean? So She was like, our kids are going to be beautiful. It was and we're going to get married. She, she's like, talking literally, kids. Yeah, she's talking, you know literally I mean? talking about literally kids in the ITMs. Kids. Yes, 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 yes. But, you know, she was, she had the lines though too. So she in the ITMs was like, we're getting married. Mm -hmm. But with him, she was like, was it worth all the hype, hype mm -hmm. Avon? She was crushing it. Yes. Now, something she said that was fascinating to me. That I hadn't thought about, okay. and I can't believe it hadn't dawned on me. Yeah. She tells him that she went on The Bachelor thinking it was going to be <sighs> Avon. And I remembered, I'm like, oh my God, we all were hoping and thinking it was going to be Avon. And she thought Surprise! it was. Surprise! <laughs> Surprise, it's me, Zachary. Like, no offense, but like. I love Zach. We, he's been a he's been a staple of our show. You just scared the shit. Out of <laughs> exactly, I scared the shit out of you, and Zach scared the shit out of her. Imagine going on thinking you're gonna get you're gonna get uh, Avon, and you end up with Zach. I mean, they could not be 
more different people. Avon is like swagger, cool, calm, collected, gorgeous vibes. And Zach's just like, hello. Like, you know, Zach is the opposite of all those things. Zach is like awkward and kind of like funny and unintentionally well, I mean, funny, like no, unintentionally funny and kind of like oh. You know, loves Sean and like imagine going on again. You're exactly like, well, okay. You know, I think I'm gonna, I'll, I'll go for it. You know, we'll see what happens. Maybe there is a spark. Who knows? But you know, that is funny to 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 have gone in thinking you're gonna get Avon and, like, and Zach, and then all of a sudden it's just like, hello, welcome to my you know conference, and you're just like, uh, PowerPoint. Yeah, welcome to the Power Hour with Zach. You know what I mean? And it's just like Heart Guardian, and you're like, okay, well maybe. We'll see if this will get me to like a party with Avon. Oh, okay. Hey, Zach. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure there was quite a few of those. No offense. Oh, my God. No, I just, it hit me and I hadn't even really thought about it in a hot minute. I was like, yeah. oh, my God. She thought it was going to be Avon and she hopped out of the limo and it was Zach. And you're like, what? So jarring. You know? Ugh. So, point is, though. She finds, but we'll talk about a buildup then. Oh. Huge buildup. And she's been wanting to meet Avon for, mm -hmm. you know, at this point, like, year like a, a year, year or two yeah 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 that's pretty wild that is pretty wild and then it works and, then it works. and his kisses are a 10 like what a good feeling oh. to be like you lean in because you don't know if someone's gonna be a good kiss or not you lean in and you're like oh hell yeah that was an amazing kiss like wow that feels yes. so good it feels so good um well back at the beach yes. um we had some other connections going mm -hmm. down one of which is cat and brayden now, yeah. Kat and Brayden are absolutely giving me parallel uh, from last season of VIP, Logan and Kate vibes. Big time. Like. Big time. <laughs> the you, and, you and Grace that was back in the day. always talking about like, Logan she, on a leash. Like Logan on a leash. She's got the, the spiked collar on him. Like. It's so parallel. Kat and Kate. Brayden and Logan are it's the same genre same of name. genre of name same and genre of guy the same genre of guy kind of villainous on the season but also not like you know like real villain it was like kind of you know like production villain and then we both we all thought that Logan and Brayden were going to go on the beach and be like this is our time to thrive and be going on a hundred dates and yet it was then Kat and Kate the women and men are very similar the guys go from player to sad boy puppy dog mm -hmm. getting walked on a leash. Yep. The women, as the options grow, mm -hmm. they start to go, um, never mind. And Kat is reeking of um, never mind energy with Brayden. Oh. Because Brayden is. Kat's gone. Kat is gone. Kat's gonna be gone. Kat, because the same things they're even saying to each other. And both Kat and Kate start to get that kind of like, oh, you're nice. Kind of like you see the ick grow almost ick a little grows, bit. Yes. And you're like, uh-oh. And then the guys sense the ick. So then they put more of this, like, will you like me energy onto them. Um, there's no question. Cat's gone. Cat there's is zero gone. shot that the next people who walk down, if they're interested in cat, 
Kat is absolutely going to say yes to the date, yes to the moment, yes to the kiss, yes to everything. This is the vibe that I'm getting with Kat and Brayden. Um, and I felt like I saw an ick develop with her when she was in the pool out during one scene. There was one part where they were kind of like doing like baby talk with each That's other. That's what I'm saying. And then Brayden's like, let's do an underwater kiss. And she was like, no, I'm scared. I don't want to do an underwater kiss. He was like, come on, underwater kiss, underwater kiss. And then they go underwater and they kiss and she comes out and you can tell that it was like, nah, I didn't like doing that. We're not really coming back It was like, no, I don't want to do an underwater kiss with this 24-year-old. I want to be like lying on the beach, um, you know, maybe with like a 30-something-year-old guy having a glass of champagne. I'm not looking to do an underwater kiss. Now, I think Kat is definitely attracted to Brayden. Definitely. I think she thinks Brayden is a certified hottie, but I'm getting the energy from Kat where it's like, Brayden is vacation boyfriend. Yes. Brayden is like, I went on I a went to Greece. I went to Greece. I went on a cruise and there was like Met this hot, hot guy, guy and him. we hooked up and made out, but like I and didn't now end he won't up stop giving, blowing me up. And now he's DMing me like crazy. Now and, he's he thinks, and he thinks we're me. dating. Yes. And but she is looking for husband. And Brayden is not husband to her. Yes. And I felt that same way with Kate with Logan, where she was like, Oh, and she would bring up like, Oh, I forgot oh, even about the whole Kate thing where she was like shaming him with like what he was driving and his mm -hmm. job and all mm -hmm. that stuff. And she was just like, no, I'm looking for like someone who's Kat you know, is the, definitely feeling the same. Way. I, I feel I'm getting the same and exact like, energy. And you know, you know, off camera, they're talking and she's going like, what? Your favorite thing to do is like hang out with the boys and watch the game. Mm, no, thanks. Like you could just tell that like the conversations they're having, she's getting icked out. But she also knows I got to get a rose. Yeah, but I don't, I don't even think that it's I, I don't think it's about the rose. <coughs> Oh. I, 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 I mean, yeah, she knows she has to get the rose, but I do think she is genuinely into Brayden. But again, like I said, in like a, he's my cruise boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Not, okay. he, not I'm here for a long time with him. This is a fun, quick time. But, you know, later in the bonfire, she immediately is like, I'm interested in Tyler Norris coming down and I'm interested in Tanner. And we see that they're coming down to the beach next yes. week and we also then see Brayden telling her he's like I feel like a dirty horse yeah, right, I'm like Brayden right, can right, we right. not this is so out of control <laughs> a little much there, a little yeah. much like this is out of control but uh, we see her then going on dates I think it was Tanner she was making out with I'm not sure I think it was Tanner sorry Brayden um, you're gone but that's then to her where I think it's gonna be like no this is husband and Brayden is like that's my wife Brayden is like I met the love of my life this is my wife, yes. like a million percent. And I'm sweating because yeah. this is about to be explosive. Because also, by the way, there was some drama on social media via threads, not Twitter, not X threads. Okay. Um, Kat posted something that looked like it was alluding to Brooklyn and okay. her, like how Brooklyn, you know, keeps yeah. shading her. It seemed like it was something like you keep, you know, talking about me, da, 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 da. I assumed it was Brooklyn. Brayden screenshot it and then wrote and reposted it and wrote something underneath that like, oh, you know, your PR people wouldn't like that. Mm -hmm. da, 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 da. And then Aaron S of course. of course gets involved and reposts Brayden's and what he said about cap and said like pew pew with a water gun. I don't know if they're beefing, if it's for attention, mm -hmm. like me, who knows? Maybe these people, maybe they fucking leave together and they're in love and they're trying to stir up shit. Yeah. Or he was talking about Brooklyn. I don't know, but it looks like beef is a stirring. Okay. It, it doesn't look great. And yeah. from what we're getting from this so far, I'm like, there is going to be trouble in paradise. I knew that was going to be the case. 
the second Braden and Cat got together, I, I thought called it. Braden, you're no match. No. Like Cat is a player tamer. Yes. And she is someone that is able to That's kind of woman. see through the player thing. Mm-hmm. I truly do think that Cat liked him, but I personally think she's kind of like now he's a rose. <clears throat> like up until this moment. Okay. All right. Like the first episode, yes, they liked each other. Now his head is now just a rose. That's what she sees. And then she's going to get the rose. And then next episode, when they switch and the girls have the choice, I don't know if he'll make it. Maybe someone else will choose him. But I don't think Braden recovers from this just like Logan, Logan didn't. Wow. You know what? I. This is wild. This is not the journey that I saw for Braden on the sand. No, end. he seemed like he was like just like Logan. They thought we were going to come in and just kind of have their pick. Well, I thought it was just they were going to be maybe have an arc. And people were going to like really enjoy watching them, but they also might be fumbling a lot and be like hurting it, people along the way Kat, and kind of playing people. If yeah. it wasn't for Cat, that would be the case. But Cat is able to just, woo. Damn. Yeah, he's no match. Nope, not at all. <clears throat> well, another um, relationship that is, is stirring on mm-hmm. the beach is Aaron and Eliza. So beforehand in the last episode, we had seen that Aaron and Eliza talked for a minute, but then he ended up, kissing Mercedes and talking with her um, the first night after talking to Eliza. Well, this next day, we see Mercedes being like, well, we made out last night and he was talking to me and he now is not speaking to me. He Mm. hasn't come up and said a word to me, which I'm like, Aaron, no. Yeah. That bums me out. Because he seemed like, I mean, I'm not saying he's not a stand-up guy, but he seemed really stand-up throughout the whole charity season thing and even on the early beach. Um, but I think he is, but I'm yeah. just like, you need to go speak to... This is also the first time we've seen him kind of have options. True. And he didn't play it well. No, I mean, you need to go. You got to talk. Go talk to Mercedes. And like, again, it's... It's it's a simple thing. It's okay. Like, it's totally okay. We're, we're, we're less than two days into this. Like, but of course, you want to get to know people on the beach. But it's just that then the communication after, where just out of respect to go to Mercedes and not ignore her and not talk to her, where then she's kind of like waiting and feeling weird about it. And then, too... What that does is not having the communication, then it could put sp- stress on Eliza, mm-hmm. where Eliza is like, I, we fi- end up finding out that Eliza didn't know mm-hmm. that he had made out with Mercedes. And thankfully, I was glad that Aaron actually told Eliza, you know what I mean? That she, that she didn't have to go find out elsewhere, that then yes. he was direct with her. Yes. But I'm like, but you got to talk to Mercedes, too. Yeah, you. I mean, like, even if you don't like her anymore, just wake up and go, hey, how you doing? I, was, I had a really great time with you last night. And I just do want to be clear, though, that, like, you know, going forward, I'm going to explore options as well. And, and I really like our connection, but I do think that I want to see this, you know, I want to see other people as well and go talk to Eliza about it, you know, and just be open and front about everything and everyone will be calm. And there might be just a little hint of hurt, but the, but to, but to not talk about it. Not talk to Mercedes. I mean, you're creating so much drama when, and also like distrust. Yes. When you don't communicate, there is other potential drama and beef that starts kind of like with the Will situation because Will didn't go talk to Olivia. Then it can create tension with Olivia and Kylie, yeah. which was not necessary and they didn't do anything. It was because Will then wasn't communicating. Same thing with Aaron. It obviously doesn't look like Mercedes or Eliza are having tension, but there was in that potential option of like, you know, there could have been then tension between the two women because then it's like, oh, 
are you taking my guy? You know what I mean? Instead of just being like, hey, let's communicate. It's early days. Yeah. Let's just be upfront and, and, and straightforward with everybody. I was shocked by Eliza's reaction. With the... With him telling her about the kiss? You guys haven't... Have they, had they even kissed yet? I don't remember. Yeah, so they, I don't even know if they had kissed yet. They'd just been talking for a couple hours, connecting all day, whatever. And then it's like... <clears throat> Oh, by the way, before I connected with you, I had kissed Mercedes. Yeah. And it's like, that was like hearing that he, they had been, that he had been seeing someone on the side for a week. I was, I was shocked by it too, because she had just done that to two people last season. Oh, you were talking about the Rodney and Justin situation of yeah, it all. Yeah, and how like, you know, she had fallen in love with them and they, and, and they with her and like went to the very end and then. Yeah. And then, like, left Rodney hanging, and then, like, he had no blindsided. It was, like, a very intense, semi-questionable move to let it go that intensely. It's a show. I totally get it. But more what made me interested was, like, then her reaction to, like, him just kissing the night before was, like, what? And I get there's things. There's the love triangle thing, the whole thing. But I was, like, what is happening right now? I'm wondering two things about that. One is he talked to Eliza the day before. Right. And then we saw him making out with Mercedes. And then Eliza ends up saying later she had no idea that he was talking to or making out with Mercedes. So from Eliza's perspective, she talked to him the first day into then the second day. And it was building. There was no Mercedes break. Like in the middle of our connection, you made out with someone kind of thing. Exactly. Oh, that makes more sense then. So so then I think there was like a, can I I trust trust you? But more than that, because then I understand though too, it's like the remembrance of like the whole, like the, the the Rodney Justin thing where you're like, you you gotta have grace. Like where you're like, it's like, you know what it was, what it's like to then be into two people on the sand. I'm thinking that it was like full trigger, being back on the beach is already triggering enough because of probably the audience kickback that she got after last season that it's like I want to stay away from a love triangle with a 10 foot pole because I don't I just want to be peaceful on the beach this season and if I get involved in a love triangle I'll probably get shit from the audience you know what I'm saying I don't want to deal with that stress I'm here to just be back and be peaceful and she probably thought She's like, oh, I'm Aaron's only connection and we're really vibing and we can just... This could be clean. This could be clean and be amazing and we could fall in love. And then I think all of a sudden hearing that is like, oh my God. And then I think she went back into the room and was crying because it's like, I don't want to do this again. Mm. That's what I Mm. think it was more than like having an issue with Aaron kissing someone else. I think it was probably like, I thought that this was going to be smooth. going to be And now I didn't know that Mercedes could potentially get hurt in this whole thing. This is going to be a yeah, nightmare. I felt bad for Mercedes. It was just like... I felt really bad for Mercedes, too. just kind of kissed me and then, like, didn't talk to me again. It was a little no, bit No, for like, sure. You know. For sure. Happy for Mercedes at the end. Yes, of course. I'm just But, saying. yeah, that 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 was a moment where I was like, Aaron, come on, just go. Just go and talk to her. But I will say, I think Eliza and, and Aaron... Seems very strong. I, I could see this lasting. It seems very strong. I could see this lasting. It, they, I feel like they're a good match together and I'm yes. bummed he didn't talk to Mercedes, but I, I do have high hopes for both of them. Here's what in I this think. Relationship. I think Aaron is all in mm-hmm. and I think Eliza is too, but we have seen Eliza meet someone be new. Swayed. Yeah. So I think it's up to Eliza. If someone else comes down and is like, Hey, what's up? That'll be a, if that happens again, that would be. Insane. And I don't, and I, I don't think it'll okay. happen because I don't think after the trauma of last year, I think that it's like, if I'm going to stay, like if I meet someone okay. and I like them, like I'm probably like, okay. this is, yeah, we'll see. 
either I either I stay with this person or I leave right, type right, energy. Right. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's my guess. Okay. But I could definitely we'll see, see them working out. I hope we'll so. See. Justin comes back down again. Like, whoa. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> I hope that they, yeah. that they fall in love and Agreed. work out. I think that they're both lovely people. Um, anywho, someone else comes down. And it is the Hannah Beast. Yes. The... The beast, the Hannah Beast becomes the Sand Beast. Yes. And Hannah Brown, legend of the game, legend of the show, comes down. And I have a few questions about Mm -hmm. this, Evan. Well, first it started where I was very confused as to why the narrative was like, is she coming down to date? Because I'm like... The audience all knows that she's engaged. Mm-hmm. Like, this woman is engaged. Now, I know when they started filming, she wasn't engaged yet, but it was like she's been in a serious relationship for years at this point. We all know she's with this person. Why is it like, is she coming down to date? I'm like, what? Why is mm-hmm. this narrative happening? Mm-hmm. But then I ended up starting to kind of get what was going on because everyone on the daybed at first was like she was with someone and then we had a couple people like Aaron S and Brayden being like oh no she's here to date which was killing me where just I'm like, like saying it like they know <laughs> they were just like I was like propaganda they're just like oh no she's for sure coming here to date and we're like yeah. wow, what, are, what are you guys talking about you don't know um, but then how they had her start to pull people I want to talk to the guys yeah. and I'm like oh shit now it, it really was looking like I guess if you're on the sand you're like, I know she's dating somebody, but now they're having her pull guys and she's got a date card. I guess she's here to date. And that because yeah, watching it was obvious she wasn't. Obviously. Like the second she walked down, she didn't have any energy of like, I'm actually trying to date. And also it's Hannah Brown. She's been on every version of the show. Like she's so far past the show now where it's like there's no interest. Even if she was single, like there's no way she's going like, no, to find love on the no, show. No, she's not coming back. No, 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 uh, no. And then the way she was talking to the guys was just very like interviewing. It was like JP. It was like JP talking to them. Being like, yes. so where are you at? You know? But the men, but the men were, were like in interested. their head about it. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Especially <clears throat> Sean. <laughs> Dude, Sean is just a fan of the show. He's not into Rachel. He was never into anyone on the show. He just loves the franchise. <laughs> he, there's no question if you look at security footage of meet and greets he's been at everyone <laughs> well the hannah brown meet and greet any, any any meet and greet any bachelor or bachelorette related he's gone to bachelor live a hundred times on stage dude sean just loves the franchise he has the merch he has it all he's got it and all he just so when hannah brown walked down he wasn't even interested in her he was just excited that a celebrity was here like he was like oh my god a legend of the game is here like he he was like standing up and walking towards her like he just loves the drama and he the was ready to throw and everything with him and franchise. Rachel away because he was like well Hannah Brown has this many followers he's like oh it's Hannah Brown 1.7 or whatever she is I think like, more than that yeah. but like and that's why he's with Rachel Rachel was a lead well, and this is what we had talked about. And Rachel, what a catch. Gorgeous, wonderful yes. woman. But like Sean, we had said in the cast bio breakdown, we were like, Sean is going to go for Jess, which by the way, he then admitted at the yes. bonfire that he was there for Jess. We're like, he's going to go for Jess. But the second he sees Rachel, and it wasn't the second, but when he sees Rachel, he's going to be like fame brain and be like, an icon there's a bachelorette on the sand i'm gonna date a bachelorette and then when he saw hannah brown he's like oh i'm going to be dating a bachelorette and a dancing with the stars winner and a special forces winner his his sole goal 
is to get into some of the group chats oh, yeah. that are out there between alumni. Oh, yeah. So he's going, I'm on the basic one right now. Like I'm in the group chat of just the people in my season. I'm trying to get into that group chat of the legends. He wants of the, the game. red carpet moments. He he's wants a, he's the a red bachelor, carpet moments. He, he's a bachelor nation ladder climber. And so he yes. sees them as just like he's that's, that's why he even likes Taylor Swift. I mean, it's just his whole thing is like, I just want to be a part of pop culture in some way. A thousand percent. And um, he was just like, Hannah, talk to me. Now, this is another way that I know that Kat doesn't like Brayden. Okay. She offered him up like a <laughs> like a blood sacrifice to Hannah Brown. Hannah Brown walks down and she goes like, oh, my God, Hannah's here. My queen, my God. You can have Brayden. I don't even care just to be in your presence, to walk in the same sand, to share <laughs> She did air. offer him up as a she sacrifice. She offered him up. Like, to like the difference is this. Jess the, was the terrified. Hannah Beast. The like Hannah it. Beast. You have to. You have to have a blood sacrifice. And so she had. She had already pinned Brayden <laughs> down to an altar, in order to sacrifice him to Hannah. Hannah Beast. And Jess, you see, the, here's the difference. Jess, terrified. Jess was like, "Oh my God, it's Hannah Brown. She's like, gonna steal my man. She's gonna steal Blake. Mercedes." Nervous about maybe not having an option if Hannah yeah. Brown comes down. Yeah, Bro Ev Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Cat. Every yeah, woman, the other cat. Yeah, every woman, every single woman <laughs> except for K Cat was terrified. Terrified. She was like, "I'll sacrifice everyone on this beach on an altar in order to this share the toes, share the sand between my toes with this god." You know what I mean? Which was shocking. I was not ready for that. I honestly thought she was going to be like really competitive with her and be like, "Who does she think she is?" And yeah. she was the opposite. She was just like, hey, oh, "No, she's a super you. fan. She loved um, her." So that was, but that was also a big tell to me. Like the fact yes, that she that was she's like, like I'm, I'm not, she didn't know if she was coming and she's like, I don't even care. Take him. I was like, oh, if ooh. she would have been with someone like that, she was really into that. Yes. She could see a future with, she would have been like Different nervous. Tune. She would have been like, tune. Oh my God, is my man going to go for mm -hmm. Hannah Brown? Mm -hmm. so a thousand percent. The other thing that was just like kind of blowing my mind was that like, yes, I don't say this in any way to disrespect the icon that Hannah Brown has been in this franchise. Yeah. Like, understood. Hannah Brown, her season of The Bachelorette was legendary with the Jeds and the Luke P's and the Tylers. And I mean, it was, there was a huge players yeah. that came out of it too. And then she goes and she wins Dancing with the Stars and she wins Special Forces. And like, you know, she's got like the most amount of followers. I get that she's like icon of the franchise. But like, what I don't understand is the whole mindset of like, if someone comes on the beach who is more famous in the franchise than me, it's a high likelihood that my man is going to choose her instead. And also this yeah. idea that like Hannah's going to steal your guy because she can, because she's more famous. You're like, well, well, she is a God. So she can just decide to destroy like, you. I choose to, to choose him. Like he she, he it, will be my king. Like she can vaporize people. So she can just vaporize the women with her powers. Yeah. It is a little right. silly. You know, it's like, but I okay, think so it's, she but did I a lot of it's real. Like I, I well, do fame, people in fame. They get really like, because you're famous. And it made me win. feel, it made me feel weird. Yeah, it was weird. Because it was like, even some of the guys, the second that Hannah Brown came down, and of course, yes, Hannah Brown is like stunning and charming, yes, I get it. But like, they, ca they came down, or she came down, and the guys were like, hi, like locked yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Like the fame... Is that mm -hmm. what's locking you in? It's like Brad Pitt came down. I was just like, oh, you know, it was yeah, just like. Yeah, it was like, well, she has this many followers, but I'm talking to this woman and she only has this many followers and she only went this far in her season. Yeah. I'm like, is that the thought that's happening right Could now? Could be for some of them who are there for just, you know, Like the, the Shans of it? Yeah, the Shans, maybe the Bradens is where there's just like, I'm just here for the fun and kind of the fame. 
and like the notoriety. Well, I think Brighton's in love. That's true. But like, you know, there could be a lot of people that are like, hey, you know, uh, before I got on the show, now I go to a club and people recognize me. That's pretty dope. So the more I can get that, you know, so for I, those people, I it guess, seems like. I guess money. Money. Because you get a lot of followers. I mean, Make the, the ad deals that, that yeah. HB can do with oh. that amount of followers. Yeah, Brayden's like, or, you know, or like Sean is like, please, I'll just stay on your couch all day. I'll make sure the house looks nice and you just send that check. Like, yeah, that's his thousand dream. Percent. Yeah. I mean, I get it, but it's just like, I don't know. If I was, I'll say this if I was one of the women on the sand and I saw my guy's head turn. For fame. Now, yeah. granted, I get if I saw his head turn because Hannah Brown came down and he right away was like, I'm ha- I have chemistry and a connection with Hannah. That's one thing. But if I could tell that he right away saw someone who had a lot of followers and fame and his head was turned, I'd be like, bye. I'm mm-hmm. out of here. Like, mm-hmm. I don't I there's that's not the type of person I want to be with that. Like, you're going to be willing to be like off our actual connection to fame jump. Yes. Agreed. It's very, very it's interesting. Very strange. But then the whole thing that ended up being like. She was like, by the way, I'm not here to date. I'm happily in a relationship. But then it was like, hey, we're going to have a bonfire because I did not or I was lied to and had things that were surprising to me on the show. So we're going to have this honesty bonfire. And I just wish that that would have been the energy from the top. Yes, Like, I wish that it wouldn't have been like, oh, I'm coming down and having this like Am I with someone? Am I not? Because again, the audience all knows that she's in a relationship and there was a long scene. It was not well written. It was strange. Whoever wrote that scene, it was very disconjointed. It It made no sense. She should have come down in a Green Reaper costume. (laughs) They should have been like, there's a bonfire tonight. You don't know what it is. The producers just say there's a bonfire. They're sitting around. She comes down in like an occult robe. Well, they call her Hannah Beast or she calls herself Hannah Beast, a full beast costume. There you go. Come down in a satanic cult robe. (laughs) You come to the center. Everybody's like, what is this? And then she reveals herself and she's got like blood coming out of her eyes. You know what I mean? And she's chewing on some sort of bone. Who knows? You know, from the underworld. And they're like, oh my God, it's Hannah Brown. But she like doesn't crack a smile at all. And she sits down and then they have, they have like a voice changer where she's just like, welcome to the bonfire. You know, like, oh my God, it's like a Tom Hardy thing with Batman. She needs to change her voice. And then she sits down. She's like, I was born in the dark, you know? And then she sits down and the whole thing is like this heavy, kind of intense. I'm going to do heavy questions yep. for you guys. I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm going to make you sweat. I'm going to make things awkward. Listen, these people were so in awe of Hannah Brown coming down. And to be fair, we haven't seen her as part of the franchise yeah. for many years. So I'm sure a lot of the audience too was like, oh shit, it's Hannah yeah. Brown. If... With the awe of her already being here, we go straight to the bonfire. Yeah. We make it mysterious. There's just a note with like her initials. It's like, yeah. meet me here, meet HB. Me and people are like, HB, who's HB, who's HB? Exactly. And then they come down and they're shocked. It's Hannah. And she's like, you have to answer these horrific questions. Yes. That's going to tear your relationship apart. Like that energy would have been everything to way me. Way better. Not like, is she here to date? So it's like, confusing. of course she's not here to date. Yeah, it was just way too Even weird. though, again, I knew when I started to believe it because I probably would have too. Yeah. Aaron no, it was and, just, it was Aaron and Brayden being like, she is here to date. Yeah. It was so random. Missed opportunity. Missed opportunity. But, it did get some stuff a stirring. Um, we do again have the uh, moment where Sean was like, I was actually here for Jess yeah. and Rachel's like, okay, interesting noted. Um, and then Blake says that he doesn't want to like risk ruining their relationship right now because he's really enjoying mm-hmm. Jess. But if someone came down that he would feel connected to, 
he would get to know that's someone. That's just like saying no offense, but yeah, saying I don't want to ruin what we have, but I'm definitely it might be interested in other people is just like saying no offense, but and then like saying something offensive. Yeah, but it also to me is kind of like it's a the logical answer to like it's been 48 hours. I, I completely like, I agree. It's like it, the the answer was I'm not going to change my mind with anyone on the sand who's here right now. But she's getting my rose. Yes, but. I, but I'm if not going to shut myself off to the process, no. which is totally appropriate. Jess was not happy. Jess, Jess was a little bit locked was in. was like, that put a bad taste in my mouth. And I was like, oh but gosh, Jess see, is vibing on Blake Hall. But hard. everyone acts differently when they have the rose. True. So that really shows people's character. Like Very Blake true. is like a stand-up guy who says, hey, I might be interested in other people. Right now I'm not. But, you know, with the rose, I'm really confident in what my decision Everyone's insecure when they don't have the rose. You see people massively change. So Jess, with without the rose, she's in her head. She's a little nervous, but we'll see. Once Je- once Jess gets a rose, and maybe another guy comes down and is interested in her, we'll see if it's, she's as locked if in. If Jess has the rose and is just as locked that's in, then we I'm know saying. truly locked in. We'll know. That's we'll when know, you really know people then, are locked in. Well, then also then Blake. Yes. Once Blake doesn't have the rose, we'll see. We'll see if he's if he's like just 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 exactly. Yeah. We really see. Interesting, interesting. We also then have Aaron B confirm that he definitely has his eyes set on Eliza. Mm-hmm. Um, still no conversation with Mercedes. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're gonna get it. it. Makes me bummed out. But um, him and Eliza vibing. And then we have Kylie say that the best kisser is Avon. Uh-huh. Um, Avon confirms that yes, the date was amazing. That it could definitely lead to something. But the other person he was interested in is. Olivia, so I don't know yeah. if that's keeping the door open. Will is now hearing, though, that Kylie is Final like, better blow. kisser is Avon. He knew. He knew. He knew. But they hadn't really had that yeah. sit down. They end up having a sit down where she essentially is just like, you're a great guy, but I'm going to be We're pursuing good. Avon. Yeah. Um, and Will is obviously devoed. Absolutely devoed. No, he really did. He he heard her. He accepted it. But then, you know, he was just like looking out to yeah. see feeling very sad um but change of events happens when mercedes comes into the picture you called this one i didn't see it coming you called it you were like there's something that i could see about mercedes and will they're both just so sweet and um mercedes seems like a literal angel yeah so sweet Mm -hmm. and will was sensitive and he was hurt and she walked over to him and, you know, she just shows him a little bit of love. And he's just like, it should have always been Mercedes. Like five minutes ago, he was madly in love with someone. He's heartbroken and devastated. She shows him affection and kindness and love. He and collapses he, and into he's her. Just like, oh! and he's like, oh, he like is in her lap. And he's just, the, the, the best line is, it should have always been Mercedes. That it's was so dramatic. Like, yes. You don't even know if you like her yet, but like, he's like, it should have always been her. You know, that was really funny, but he was devastated. But man, it worked like, I don't know. Maybe that's what he needed. To kind of like open his eyes to the Shake fact him that up he, a little bit. he had made his mind up about Kylie, maybe, and just kind of like had decided I was obsessed with her. Yeah. And reality was didn't really open himself up to the fact that like that maybe the connection really wasn't maybe there. Maybe there are other people on the beach you connected more. Yeah. I think Mercedes and Will are perfect together. I have to tell you that moment when we saw her in the ITMs and she was like, I have to be honest, like I'm kind of happy though because 
I've liked Will from day one. And I was like, what? And we find out she was like, you know, she didn't want to step on any of the girl's toes. And she saw that he was talking to Kylie and Olivia. And she was kind of like, okay, giving it space. But then she was like, no, I was always there talking to you. And then I remembered, yes, she was the one always sitting next to Will being like, how are you doing? Are you okay? Mm. And so she had had heart eyes for Will from the top. And it made me so happy then that they had that moment. And they were so cute together and he is collapsed into her and she was like you're so sweet and then at one point he was just like you know why this is perfect he pulls her back and he's like oh my god my grandma my grandma's name is mercedes and she's like look at god (laughs) you know you're trying yeah you know you're going through something when it's like it's a sign because my grandma's name. You know it's what I mean? So it's pure. so pure. It's so pure. She's like, look at God. Yeah, like, God is real because we have the same name. I mean, that is so pure. You know what I mean? I love them together. I think unless there's something that comes out of left field, I think they actually have a real chance. I think so too. Yeah. And we see Kylie seeing it and is like, whoo, yes. Like yes. now I can go make out with Avid in peace. I don't feel bad that Will's like tripping out. Yeah. He's, he's with Mercedes and Kylie and Mercedes are like besties. So everyone's happy, yes. at least, you know, on that side of the island. Mm-hmm. And, and um, but then on the other side of the island, mm-hmm. we got Peter. Yeah. Peter is the question mark, Rose. So he's the one that everyone's going to kind of being like, this is our hey, final you play. On the beach? You know what I mean? Yeah. Pilot Peter 2.0. We see Greer talking to him. Cat, um, kitty cat, cat, Brooklyn and Olivia. Yeah. But with all these gorgeous women pursuing him, um, he wants to talk to another gorgeous woman, Sam, who is currently locked in with Aaron S. The Rage King. So Peter decides that he's going to go for the Rage King. The one guy you shouldn't get near who might pop off at any moment. The one bear you shouldn't poke. He went over there. He went over there. Um, And he interrupted them mid-convo. And was like, I'd like to talk to you, Sam. Sam shut it down right away. Yeah, quick. Sam was not interested, not which I loved. Interest. I loved watching her shut yeah. him down with every... She was very kind about it, but she just kept being like, nah. She's vibing with Aaron. And so she's like, no, I'm good. No, I'd like to keep talking to him. And he was like, okay. Peter backs up. He starts dancing, doing some sort of dance behind them. Now, my theory with this, and this might be a deep theory, but when you're on the sand... You know the camera angles, mm-hmm. right? You know the moments and that everyone's getting a different moment. Aaron and Sam were having their moment. We haven't seen anything of them so far much. This was a moment where he was telling her, like, I'm, I'm all in. You've got my rose vibes. Peter stays right in that camera shot right behind Aaron so that he a hundred percent ruins whatever scene they have going on from being a romantic moment where all the audience is like, Oh, they like each other to like silly music in the background with Peter dancing. They can't use the shot. Yeah. And I feel like that's the combo then of the, the rage that comes to follow because someone just doing a dance behind you. You're like, what's so upsetting about that? It's kind of disrespectful. But what the disrespect is, is you're ruining my moment Mm. on screen with this love connection. Mm, and Aaron, mm. I, Aaron S., he's got to know it. You're on the sand. You got to know that you're moment. in the camera angle. You're ruining the moment. And that is the disrespect. Yeah. But then Peter ends up talking to Sam. And uh, 
he's like, you're so mature, which is already, it's just always a weird mm-hmm. thing when the guy's just like, you're just mature. He's you're like, so you're mature. so mature and so young. And he, like, he's almost trying to like figure out a way to say it. And it I'm came like, across what is, weird. What are you saying? It's so weird. <laughs> so you're so mature. I'm not, I'm not calling you old. I'm not calling you old. I'm, I'm just saying, you know. you're mature. And then he's like, I got question, questions about Aaron S. Like, you know, you think you, you like a mature guy or yeah. something along those lines. Just calling lines. him immature. Basically calling him immature. Again, poking the bear. And Sam shuts it down. Yeah. She's just like, nope, yeah, interested, interested by. in Aaron. And then he finds out. <laughs> the Rage King finds out. And he comes stomping over. And he's just like, you don't want me to take my shirt? You've already seen me without my shirt on, right? And listen, we're starting to now see why Peter... We're starting was hated to get so it. much. We're starting to go. For the longest time, we we're like, "Why do they hate? Why does everybody hate this guy? There's got to be a reason." We're starting to. This see is it. the beginning of their story, this Evan. Is the I believe this of because we haven't seen any irritation towards Peter, and when what we saw on that stage was rage, and this is the beginning. I believe. I don't think that this is the iceberg. This is the tip. This is, this the is not the base. This is the, the tip of the iceberg, and this story will continue, and it's going to get hectic, and I believe it. And if it doesn't, then I'm like, the rage was a little intense. You know what I mean? Like, this is normal. If this is all it was, you know, but... Slimy move. Oh, super. For sure. Yeah, a thousand percent. But not like scream, lose your mind. He's a horrible person Yeah, yeah, I lost all respect for you as a human being. That's what he's like. Yeah. Okay, Aaron, like, just take a breath. But like, also, hey, Peter, don't go after Aaron's girl if you don't want rage. You got to be expecting. You got to you know expect I mean? it. You also have many other women on the sand yes. who are very I, clearly you know, Peter's interested. Peter's got kind of like I'm the man vibe oh, right 100%. now. It's a little, it's a little insufferable. So we'll we'll, we'll see what happens. I, he, I have a feeling he's, he's not going to be liked. Yeah, he's if he he's oozing on. some serious ick vibes. Well, this to is going to turn him all the guys against him because now all the guys can, I can't treat, I can't uh, trust you around my girl. Completely. So now he's out. He's out. He's out. He's out. And you know that Aaron is going to start a full like mutiny on the oh, sand. Oh, it's going to be 24-7 shit talk on Peter. It's just so going to be like just no anti-Peter Island. Yeah. And yeah. Well, I will tell you this during the rose ceremony. I was hoping that they were going to let Peter go first because if just Peter would have chosen Sam, can you imagine what a wild move that would have been? Because Sam would have then probably said no. Right. And then Aaron and would have gotten like, yeah. even oh, more mad. Security would have had him pull in like Kat was saying. She's like, is there security here? But yes, we get into the uh, the rose ceremony. Brayden chooses Kat. Blake chooses Jess. Aaron B chooses Eliza. Will and Mercedes. Sean, Rachel, Avon, Kylie, Aaron S, Sam. And then Peter goes for Olivia, yeah. which I thought he would because I did remember him talking about how hot the toe sucking situation yeah. was. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I think Peter the fantasy is. Real. Yeah, he's like, oh my gosh, Olivia's available. Um, I don't think Olivia's that into him. I think she's I just think so looking either. for the rose. And it's like, cool, I want to stick around, have a good time. Yeah, I'm, I want Olivia to stay on the sand. Um, but I do not see her and Peter vibing at all. And Olivia again has been hot, hot, hot on the beach. Like I do not doubt that another guy is going to come down and have his eyes set on Olivia here soon. Um, but going home, we say goodbye to kitty cat, Brooklyn and Greer. And we see that next week, Tyler Norris is coming who, by the way, I need to say this about Avon and Tyler. You and I have met Avon and Tyler at the Christmas party yeah. thrown by Stephen Very Lovegrove. Very unattractive men. <laughs> Extremely hideous to look at. This. I'll never forget. <laughs> we, 
we were talking to them. We walked away, and Evan looked at me, and he's like, I've never seen such attractive men in my life. That's crazy. I'm like, dude, what is happening? The whole group of these Bachelor guys, dude. you were like, oh, my God. Yeah, 100%. Good for them. Good for them. Um, but shout out, Avon and Tyler, so nice. Oh, yeah. Such nice guys. Really, really nice guys. And um, Tyler was, we, we spent a little more time talking to Tyler, and he was just great yeah. so so much fun anyway so he's shout coming out down to with him. tanner too so the coming cat down with drama tanner. is right around yes, the but bend. we see tyler pulling rachel yeah which oh my gosh we didn't even ever talk about when avon comes down avon was like yeah. top with rachel mm-hmm. and we didn't see them talk and now tyler's coming down it's almost like rachel's it's top like four yeah, exactly. is there and i'm wondering like what if are we ever going to see Avon and Rachel talk? Because the last time we saw Avon talk or with Rachel, it was after the final yeah. rose, and I'm it was sure a question mark. And like, I'm you sure know, it's been a, it's been a while. But we as so. the audience haven't seen yeah. it. But then Tyler pulls Rachel, and I'm like, is this to have like a discussion to be like, hey, are we all good, or is Tyler coming down? Because we know how much Tyler was into Rachel. True. Tyler was like into Rachel, true, and true, Rachel's true. looking gorgeous. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised if he mm-hmm. came down to say a hello to Rachel, which would be wild if they ended up yes. together. And I'm like, please, Tyler, give Rachel the rose. Yes. I'm not into the Sean situation. Yes. So please, 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 please. Um, but then we see Aaron S. Uh, the Sam poo-poo situation seems to be coming to the forefront and it looks like uh, Aaron S is bringing her a poo poo platter that they are doing sorts of uh, poo calisthenics. Yeah. Um, delivery process. Some, poo, de- poo baby. They said <laughs> the poo baby, you, you know, know, which was sweet, you know, that's get, gotta get, feel get good. That poop out. Once you get it out, that's gotta be unreal. So good luck to her. So, uh, <laughs> that's coming next week. Yeah. So there we go. Recap Oof, golden bachelor, bachelor in paradise. Um, tune in on Wednesday for our love is blind Absolutely. recaps. I've been loving recapping. Oh, love is yeah. blind. It's yes. such a mess this season. I've we been love loving you it. guys. This has been so fun. There's so much, it's so much, it's so nice to have so much content to cover. I know there's so much to cover. Um, and, uh, we will again, apologies always, you know, it's moving and shifting with the call home. We will do it next episode. Yes, we, we promise. Will. It's hard with the double. Um, but sometimes the double, you know, our schedule, we gotta, we gotta wrap, but we mm-hmm. love you all. We'll do call home next episode. And, uh, we love you guys. Have a great day. A and we'll see day. you in like a couple hours. See you, in, <laughs> see you in a few hours. See you on Wednesday. Bye. Bye. With LinkedIn jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.